0: it's saturday january 30th 2021 and you're listening to the people's podcast this is steak for breakfast
1: monkey this
2: is not nom this is bowling there are rules today
3: junior america
2: steak Four. breakfast so stand by
0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stay Ready Gear. Visit stayreadygear.com. Use the word steak at checkout. You can save 5% off concealed carry holsters, tourniquet holsters, everyday carry gear. Um, follow them on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. This episode is also brought to you by ManRubs. If you're into barbecue and smoking meat, um, funny t-shirts, things like that, visit manrubs.com. Use the word steak15 at checkout. Save 15% on all of their gear. Um, Show them some love. They're a big supporter of the show and uh, one of our first sponsors. And I'm looking forward to having those guys on the show soon but in the meantime go give them likes and uh, buy some of their gear and uh, get hooked up with some barbecue
3: stuff. Everybody that listens to this show for the most part enjoys shooting and if you're looking for top tier firearms gear, Mike over at West Coast Survival Arms has been servicing Southern California and the rest of the United States for over a decade, five-star rating. Uh, Michael, take care of your droves if you live in California. He's a licensed FFL. Pistols, long guns, <laughs> storage, flashlights, cleaning kits, mags, ammo. You name it, Mike's got it. Over at West Coast Survival Arms, he's on Facebook and also at 619 um, 870 Tactical gear. Mm-hmm. We wear tactical shit, so we need tactical flail to get on that gear. Uh, our boys over at Mediocre Medic, their Instagram is fire. And uh, if you head over there, you'll find some stickers, patches, apparel. They even got boots. I didn't even know that. Oh, wow. I didn't know they either. Yeah, they sent us some extra stickers last week. Nick's got one on the laptop. And uh, their Instagram rarely disappoints. Very true. Yeah. The guys over at com. check them out. And then Mark Joe Friday over at Dumpbox, I'm wearing my Man-Duck-Lorian shirt today. <laughs> uh, over the last 48 hours, in addition to all the coronavirus tactical gear Mark's got going on over there, we got stock market veterans and <laughs> Postal Service election stealers patches, in addition to the blockbuster Zero mm-hmm. Fuck Duck holding the VHS tape and eating popcorn. It's pretty epic. Yeah, tactical gear over at dumpbox.us. Mark Joe Friday will take care of you. DM me for a promo code if you are an active duty or retired veteran. That's awesome. Let's get this fucking show on the road. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some very special and distinguished guests joining us today. The meat and potatoes part of the We the People radio podcast. Why don't you guys introduce yourself to our audience? you
1: having us on uh i'm james uh i'm, I'm anthony one of the hosts over Perfect. there anthony's my lovely co-host very lovely people radio <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we appreciate you guys having us on man this is long overdue we've been trying to set this up for a while uh we, we apologize about last week it was just rough for everybody i think everybody just needed a little time off just to reset the uh reset the the uh Positivity and reset your brain because uh, there's still a lot of chess pieces left on the board, and I think we're still alive here, guys.
2: Yeah, not a great reset, just just a little reset. Yeah, minor yeah, just... reset.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's been a rough. Uh, <clears throat> it's been a lot of ups and downs in the past couple months, but um, sure. You know, like sure. you guys and us, we, uh, Ron and I, talk off air, and you know, no matter what happens, we got to keep. Keep the movement going, keep the positivity going, keep the information flowing because right now that's the big issue is the cutoff of information. You see it with all the social media uh, censorship and people losing, you know, thousands and thousands of followers and it's only people that are part of this movement that we're part of, you Uh know, that we're, you know, both of our podcasts are about is, you know, preserving this way of life, this freedom, this um, worldview that we all share and it's under attack, so um, there's not a better time in our lifetime to be active in this capacity to push for what we believe in and to not back down, you know, and, and to take on um, the left in this way that we can through through social media, through podcasting, and I think this is gonna be one of the most effective ways battling this going forward, so, um, for sure. yeah, it's crazy.
2: I mean- we're, this is definitely an information war, uh-huh. 100%. So, if it's an information war, information are our weapons, and things like what you guys are doing, what we're trying to do, get the information out to the people, is by far the most important, um, the most important aspect of this. That you know, we like to refer to as the Great Awakening. Right. And I, I really think that the earlier stages of this Great Awakening, let's say, where James was like way back when. And then there were us that got woken up gradually along the way. But now I think at this point, it's our job to help awaken the people who are still uh, in a deep slumber.
3: Mm.
2: And so that's where I think we're at. Well, you guys are both uh, 100% right. And right now,
1: more than ever, you see the stuff that we're covering. You guys are even better at it because uh, i checked out a bunch of your episodes and You, like, actually bring the documentation onto the table and start talking about it. Like, last week you were actually talking about the EOs and you brought that out. And um, we just kind of grazed the surface and just kind of put it out there. But both of us, what we're doing is we're all talking about the things the media refuses Mm. to cover. Media never, ever touches on any of this stuff. And if it wasn't for us, like – I say all the time, 20 years ago, even 15 years ago, a lot of the stuff with the election fraud, the riot, we wouldn't know any of it. None of it. We don't know what the media is telling us. Whatever the talking box on the TV is saying, that's all the information that we'd have 15, 20 years ago. So they would have got away with this, no problem. They could have robbed the election, totally got away with everything that they did blatantly right in front of our face um, if it wasn't for social media and for people like us who are constantly blowing the horn. talking about this stuff and being very loud, and I think it's more important now than
3: ever. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to try and do today is, and with commentary and your guys' take on it, take a little trip down memory lane from where a lot of this problem started to where we're kind of at currently, and then talk about, you know, moving forward, like we said, waking up a lot of those people. There's just a couple things, you know, we don't want our listeners to forget and things that help build uh kind of the narrative of how this was a stolen election you know where we're at now with the fraudulent presidency and and all the things of that nature but but there's a lot of stuff that went on behind the scenes uh you know that i, I want us to really kind of take a look at and see what we feel and, and and maybe what's what some of the reasons for that was and 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 what are some possible solutions that we think are going to happen maybe some theories in regards to some of these players who were in the game. Um, I think one of the things, when you look at like where we are now, a lot of people can point to a million different things of where this started. It was a Chuck Schumer comment on a Sunday morning news show. It was January 6, what happened at the Capitol building, and, and a million different things in between. I think one of the things that's that's often overlooked, probably a huge key, and and most likely suppressed in the mainstream media for assuredly is Michael Flynn. Um, how much of a different situation do you guys feel now if they didn't fucking railroad that guy on day one like they did before? Just imagine if he was able to keep that position and oversee all of those intelligence agencies, what he would have done to prevent a lot of the things that happened, uh, you know,
2: over the last year and a half. It's... Um it's, it's an interesting question, and there's two there's two ways you can look at it, or at least I think that there's two ways. So one is, like you just said, like all of the different terrible events that he could have prevented um, had it not played out the way that it did. On the other hand, the way that it actually, everything actually played out is going to ultimately be responsible for, in the end, waking up the most amount of people
3: maximum and exposure
2: so I don't I don't think that this the way I look at it that this ultimate plan of really the constitutional republic that that everybody deserves mm-hmm. would be appreciated had we just had a nice easy win right came to us and so if everyone just you know got what we expected Trump won yeah the the landslide this not the the fraud wouldn't get exposed people wouldn't be seeing this fraudulent presidency. There wouldn't be this deep buyer's remorse. And I think it it really is all connected to ultimately having the maximum amount of people be awoken uh, as possible so that something like this never happens again.
1: Uh Well, Michael Flynn, General Flynn, I think is one of the most important pieces to this story, in my opinion um and if you've ever seen the plot against the president or if you haven't i highly recommend Uh you watch it oh yeah i watched that prior to watching it i knew a lot of the information that was being spoken about but you just see it unfold and how it unfolded and to me the only rational explanation for how it unfolded is he allowed it to happen he knew they were trying to set him up and because he's a he's a three-star lieutenant general he's been in intelligence for decades and he knows better than anybody he shouldn't go and talk to two federal agents who we know is setting him up without someone there to corroborate his story right um without a witness and he walked in there and sat in there forever and you know i always remember ezra cohen watnick they're talking about freaking out about we need to get him out of there so in my head, the only logical explanation for someone like General Flynn doing that, like it'd be different, it was if it was like one of us walking in there and talking, we wouldn't know any different. No.
3: Um, well, we individual. we would actually. <laughs> Most people wouldn't.
1: Yeah, yeah, normal people, the average right. individual, the average American wouldn't know. They just say, "Oh, I better just go and talk to these federal agents," and, and not realize <laughs> that they're they're setting themselves up. General Flynn knows very well the consequences of what of his ac- actions, and. I, the only thing I can think of is he did that on purpose. He knew exactly what they were doing, and it was like they were trying to set him up. But in reality, General Flynn was setting them up the entire time. And more of this information is coming out about the Flynn case, the memos, everything is coming out. We know it was he was blackmailed. We know he was uh, they, they tried to frame him mm-hmm. and ruin his son's life and his brother's. Died. Yeah. And I always say to the people that are doubting that there's something going on, and it's really just like the CIA, Mossad, um, all these people planning to, to pacify us, whatever you may, may want to say, then why do what they did to General Flynn? Right. It makes no sense. They could have pulled off this entire plan and and made it, put us to sleep and got us excited about Donald Trump without destroying General Flynn's life. No one would know who General Flynn was if they didn't do what they did to him.
3: Yeah, that's an excellent point. It also uh, is one of the... First times we start to see the true side of Mike Pence and the way he was involved with that situation. Um, A lot of people forget that he was kind of the point man and the one who took the eventual resignation letter and that his office was working behind the scenes with those FBI agents during that time, you know, that Flynn was having basically his life destroyed by, uh, you know, those guys.
2: I mean, Obama, when he met with, uh, with Trump right after his inauguration, he told him two people that he had to watch out for were Kim Jong-un and Michael Flynn. Right. Uh, that's got to raise some major red flags there. You're, he's putting him on, on the same level with this North Korean dictator. And you've got to ask yourself, why? Well, maybe, maybe Michael Flynn knows where the bodies are buried, and maybe he knows some dirty secrets about what went on behind the scenes hmm. during that administration. Yeah. Well, he was
1: vocal about what they were doing overseas in the Middle East as well, prior to even the Trump administration during the Obama administration.
3: And they had some Um, bad blood over that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. And Donnie being Donnie walks out of that meeting and literally says to his team, and he's like, all right, what position are we giving general Flint? He knew right away that he had to give him a spot.
3: Mm -hmm. And
1: that's why I I just refuse to believe that this story is over. Like, I feel like general Flynn's going to play an even, even bigger role in this story and major role. Yeah.
0: We've been saying for like the last, well, ever since the election was stolen, because we did a live show that night uh-huh. and we literally started seeing the results shift. Since that night, we always talk, this is like season seven of The Sopranos, like the last episode. Yeah. And you're like, you know, all the, the precipice of what's going on and the drama and all this stuff that's unfolding. Like one day HBO is going to make a series about this whole event and it's going to yeah. be like, four seasons long covering one year and then you like you couldn't write a better conspiracy movie like if you were writing a script for election stealing and blackmail and fraud and foreign aid or not foreign aid foreign corruption and and a vice president that didn't win who has dementia i mean like this story (laughs) if you presented this to hbo they'd be like this is too outrageous this is not gonna work are you talking about (laughs) joseph r (laughs) biden jr God. Look,
1: look where we're at the whole entire summer George Floyd was the greatest human being alive they're burning down every single city you have a guy with a horns horns, and face paint storming the Capitol, and now GameStop is shutting down Wall Street like this is a total clown yeah. movie. <laughs> that's what I'm saying
0: it's a dumpster really? fire
2: if the movie goes exactly how you expect it to it sucks and no one and no one likes it. It's when you have the twists, the turns, the holy shit moments. That's when you're like, wow, this is yeah, incredible. This is literally like a combination. I've called
3: it before. It's like Empire Strikes Back meets Infinity Wars, <laughs> but it doesn't fucking end. Like yeah, it just keeps just going. going. Yeah, and the going. after the after credits continue to play and then they roll a couple more credits and they're like, Oh wait a minute, there's more credits, but guess what? They still fucking suck. It's like an hour long after credit. Yeah. Clip. <laughs> right? But it's just your favorite superheroes getting fucking massacred.
1: It's like the runway in Fast and Furious just goes on forever.
0: Yeah,
3: for real. Every time they're about to fall out the back of a plane and and drive cars at 30,000 feet, they, like, land on another plane and drive through that one, too. It's like C-130 to C-130 over and over.
1: Absolutely. No, it's it's really insane. And and just anything that's going on, if you were to say this in 2018, people would look at you like you're crazy. Oh, yeah. Of course. What, what the fuck is wrong with you dude like that's never gonna happen in this country I mean how would
2: you even explain like how would you even explain what is going on right now to yourself from 2018 like I think about that all the time
0: I would tell myself you gotta sit down for this one and then they're not <laughs> gonna believe me
3: a couple bottles of whiskey later
0: yeah the Democrats are gonna weaponize a virus that's bullshit and they're gonna steal an election and they're gonna put a guy who doesn't know what color underwear he's wearing in the White House and they have
3: no plan on letting him survive for four years <laughs> And, and that's and just like are. a See, that, snapshot that, of <laughs> every single scenario that you just mentioned ends with me fighting my 2018 version of myself yeah yeah I well
0: here's just that. to put in perspective the pentagon literally released like what we what they say is video evidence of extraterrestrial life this year has been such a shit show people look at that and they go yeah eh, whatever man. is that <laughs> it that's all we got this week. All right, it's not that bad. Show me, the, <laughs> show me the grazer. I'm not interested. People, if they were le- released that 10 years ago, people would have lost their mind. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you and know. The Tesla docs the yeah, uh, this week too. Did
1: you see the Tesla? Did you guys check out the Tesla docs?
3: No. No, I, I just listened to it on your show. We're, we're in the middle of our work week right now, so I didn't have a chance to break that down. But I definitely want. I got it saved in one of my tabs.
1: It is unbelievable. Like literally, the first article is a New York Times article, an interview with Nikola Tesla, and he's. Talking about how he created this death ray for planes that could melt engines from 250 miles away in 1940. Like, <laughs> this is a New York Times article. Like, this guy is insane. And it, no, they released this now. No one cares except for people like us who pay very, very close attention who even, like, most people don't even know who Nikola Tesla is. Exactly. They don't about him in the, the yeah. history of yeah. Isn't that Elon Musk?
3: Yeah, they say, Isn't that a car? Yeah. Is that the new yeah. model? <laughs> don't
0: they make solar don't
1: panels? They don't <laughs> Um, but it's, 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 it's crazy that information like that comes out and no one even bats an eyelash. No one even says, a, says, a, says a peep about it yeah. because all they care about is game stunks. And well, when I, that- I
0: say it every week that we're living in the most, the, the most, like, if you're going to get involved, get it's, it's gotta be now, like, as far as educating yourself and looking at the writing on the wall and that stuff's getting stolen and, you know, Now's the time to be educated. And what are people concerned with? Kim Kardashian, Kanye West. I say that every week because it's true. As soon as that happens, oh my gosh, they're getting a divorce. People are like, go from like, hey, maybe this election was stolen. Maybe Joe Biden's not going to be a good president. And then they just kind of like float over to TMZ. And they're like, I can't believe that they're getting a divorce. Yep. How tragic is that? And it's like, dude, wake up. There's literally like the next four years, if this guy stays in office is going to be like the precursor
3: to where our country's going to end up. No, We won't have to worry about linking up via Skype. We will all be living in the same FEMA camp. Hopefully we get put sleeping, in the same camp. Right, <laughs> sleeping in the same gulags and working the same soy fields every fucking day. Yep. So. Hopefully we, we actually, get positioned
0: in the same area.
3: Yeah. I don't know. You know I, I don't
2: know. I, I, I kind of doubt my soy picking abilities.
0: I'm just
3: yeah,
2: going
0: to
1: pee on all no, of it. Soy pen. I can't pick any screens.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, we're speaking of class, You're talking about the SCIA docs, the Tesla documents. And, you know, it strikes me as, as very, very interesting that Donald Trump decided to declass all of the Crossfire Hurricane documents mm-hmm. on his very last full day in office. So if he, if he wanted to, say, prevent this election from being stolen and not even stolen, taken from us because they, they, they just— did it right in front of our faces. When you steal something, you kind of want to be secret about it and not let anyone know. This was just blatant, like daytime robbery. Um, what, you know, why, why wouldn't he have declassed it in 2018 or maybe 2019? Why do you wait till the very last possible moment? Right. And we had 81 cases connected to the 2020 election. I believe 72 of them alleged voter fraud and illegalities of some kind. Thirty are still active, but exactly zero have gotten to the point where they presented or argued evidence. So you gotta ask yourself why is that the case? Especially being the fact that we turned so many federal districts red from blue with all of the federal judges that Trump appointed. So you would think, you know, that there's people who are allies that are making some of these decisions. Now, fast forward, let's say, to February 9th, this upcoming, right. what gonna be happening? The impeachment trial. Right. So one, he declassified the day before he leaves office. No evidence was presented in any cases re- related to the election. Now finally, February 9th, all eyes are on the impeachment. Everyone, the media wants this, everyone to see how Donald Trump goes down. However, he loves to flip stuff on them. So they want to use the 14th Amendment, insurrection, sedition, all the stuff on him. Boom! Now he's going to flip it. Voter fraud was, let's say, the motive or the inspiration for people being angry, and then he can show all the collusion, all the, who knows what evidence he'll actually show. But now this is the, the the first opportunity, but also the largest opportunity to legally inject all of this evidence into the into our system.
0: That's a super good point. Yep. That, you know, all eyes are going to be on this too, and he's going to. I could see Trump going, "Hey, I'm glad you're listening." Because I got (laughs) about to drop nukes on all these people, and we were we're like we were doing our live show, and it was like five hours.
3: And I remember the election; it was terrible. It was like two hours of show, and then three hours of drunken eating eating in the microphone. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and we're going,
0: Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And then one of our guys fell asleep, and then it started getting cold, and then we're like, Wait, what's going on? That doesn't seem right. And I was like, maybe we should all go to bed. We'll just wake up in the morning and then wake up. and We're like, Whoa. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What? Yeah. What well, happened?
1: I don't know about you guys because I stayed up pretty late and watched Donnie speak. Yep. On the the uh, election night. And after he spoke and he was like, yeah, there's, well, let's hope that there's not elect- ballots that show up four in the morning. 'Cause we knew at that point that they just stopped the the count. Yep. I was like, All right, well nothing is gonna be found out tonight. It's really weird that they're stopping the election. The they, election yeah, count.
0: they've never done that before. Nope. Get a no, cup no, of no. coffee and finish counting. It's not that hard. You have one job. You volunteered for that job, finish it.
1: Yep. I'm literally watching it, I'm like, This is this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like Donnie is up by eight hundred thousand votes in Pennsylvania right now. Like you're you're just gonna stop counting? What's going on? Yep. So I knew something was up, and I was like, "All right, well, Donald won, unless I wake up in the morning and they did some really recklessly fishy stuff. Like they had to be so blatant because going to bed, he was up by eight hundred thousand in Pennsylvania.
3: He he bro- he broke the algorithm one hundred percent.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, one hundred percent. And that was the thing too is I tell people I got a message from a high school buddy yesterday, um, and um, It's just one of those things where I was like, if you don't think this election was stolen, then you're retarded. Let's be honest, because it takes one search and don't do it on Google, you know, go on (laughs) DuckTuckGo like a responsible adult and look for yourself and and research. But and I, I told them, I was like, look at the big picture of all this stuff. You know, from coronavirus being weaponized. You know, you look at Wuhan, China, those guys are going off like it's spring break 2005. They're
3: fucking having deep house parties over there. We're one
0: of the only countries that are still locked down, locked down
3: like this. Especially here in the fucking California. And all of a
0: sudden, you know, Biden takes over and Newsom, who's our dictator over here, is like, hey, we should probably open stuff up. And it's like, you asshole, we've been saying that for the past year.
3: There's nothing left to open up, you jerk off, except Walmart, which is already open.
0: So when you, and I was telling my buddy, and we're not really buddies. We just went to high school together, but he was messaging me because stuff I posted on Instagram and I just laid out like a timeline of events from like coronavirus to voter fraud because we don't have, you know, voter ID into all this stuff and how everything from the stock market to social media to podcasts are all being silenced. And I'm like, do you not think that this is one narrative that's all part of this bigger plan? I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, no shit.
3: Yeah, exactly. Stupid. I wish I could come through the phone and fucking God. slap you. Yeah.
0: Where are you at right now? I'm going to come over there and sock you in the throat.
1: Well, I, lo- I loved how you let, let in the show and going down memory lane, because I always say on our show, everybody's got pee brains. They can't yep. fit, remember things that happened the day before, or a week before, let alone a month or even the beginning of the year. Like, they forget these. Like, I always talk about, like, remember in the beginning of the China virus from China? Um, they, China. They, Certainly
3: they, did come like, from China.
1: They, they had people in China that were
3: like sprawled out dead in the streets. And they were bol- they were bolting people in their fucking houses over there.
0: Yeah. I was remember? in Thailand when the virus hit, when it started spreading in China. Yep. And I had a 22 hour layover in, I don't remember where we were at. And um, I remember telling my wife and my best friend and his girlfriend, I was like, if I get stuck here, I well, first of all, I can't get stuck here. I don't have enough money for like enough for another night here and um we were in the airport in i don't remember what part of china but they started grounding flights leaving and coming in and i was like oh shit we got to get out of here and then as soon as we got on the flight to la we made it to la and then when we went to la the cdc was like running around the airport um screening people that are getting off from china they didn't screen our plane but that was the first that was late january and I just remember going, dude, I'm going to get stuck in China for like three months. Because people were stuck overseas, wherever they were at. My dad had a business partner. His son was in Europe, and he was stuck there for like three months. Fuck that.
3: that. Yeah, I'd climb That's over the wall of the embassy.
0: Yeah. For yeah. A- I'll sleep on the couch. I don't care. I just don't want to be in this country anymore.
2: No. Well, I mean, if we do, like you were saying, you know, Newsom saying things got to start opening up party tits in New York. He's saying that. Yeah. It opening up, you know, uh, Lord Farquad. she's got to open stuff up oh God. I, I, thought so she, I thought she got recalled. How the fuck is she still governor?
0: But they used Dominion one software, one probably.
2: Here, if, if Trump stayed in office, I mean, I, I don't see how he would have been able to clear out, let's say, the whole COVID mess. Oh, they would just
3: squeeze him tighter.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. This economy so, would have been... Um, Bled dry yep. throughout the yep. whole nation,
2: easily. So I'm thinking this is part, all, all, you know, part of the process of clearing COVID out, or at least clearing it out from the media and and being shoved down people's throats, and the death counter on CNN constantly, this, that, and everything. So that ultimately, when things stabilize and and get to where I truly believe they're going to be, it's it's no longer a concern, and people can. Go back to living their normal lives if if they choose to. I think there's going to be some people that are that are just so scarred from this whole process that they'll never be able to go anywhere without wearing a mask ever again. So. Absolutely. The real retards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, now, oh no, we got to wear three masks now.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: It's going to be a mask competition.
1: No, it's yeah. crazy what they're doing with with the opening up right now. Like you you have you see what Nipple Ring said yesterday. He's <laughs> like, Thirty-three thousand or twenty-eight thousand, they yeah. die. I don't care if they're in yeah. nursing homes or in hospitals; they—they're dead. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like these people are so ridiculous. And 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 again, Donald being a time traveler of some sort, he's putting ships. He's putting ships in 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 the coasts of California and New York. Has the army engineers doing beds in Javits Center and. Meanwhile, you have Nibbering shoving people into nursing homes, just pumping
3: up the death numbers.
1: And not even, pumping them up so high that he, he, he overestimated. He yeah.
2: had to stop <laughs> reporting them. Yep. He had to stop reporting
3: them. <laughs> and now he's just deflecting and blaming Trump. Well, of course they went back to the nursing homes because Donald Trump. And it's just like, what? We even knew some, I think, as of last week when we started opening
0: up. Which is not even open. You can eat outside. Which is like, thanks for that. Yeah, and and I love the those, weather's been
3: terrible, the, so it's the dirt queefs that waft across my table while I'm trying to eat my fucking cheeseburger. Yeah, eating, a little bit of deliciousness. I'm to eating in
0: a parking lot yep. with <laughs> smog and people with plate. The, the with garbage vehicles, trucks yeah. picking
3: up fucking the dumpsters right next to where people are eating. There's a lot
0: of people in San Diego that register their cars in Tijuana so they don't have to ever get it smogged. So you have like a nineteen forty Honda right next to your meal just puffing out.
3: They're like, where's your your Nikola Tesla now?
0: Yeah, but Newsom, he even said that they're kind of stopped reporting
3: numbers as of them opening up. And it's like, bro. Well, well, the thing is, he even made it sound worse. When he did his press conference the other day, he said the information is there and the data is there. However, if the day after fucking Sleepy Joe gets inaugurated, I just say, you want to know what? California is back opening up. We're going to start opening up the day after. However the data will fucking melt your brain. I can't release it because your peasant brains won't be able to comprehend the sheer validity of it and why I did what I did. It was just an even bigger slap in the face. I mean, and then you you look at the stats just in California alone. It was like 2. Point, uh, maybe 2700-ish ICU which we've talked about on the show. ICU capacity is manipulated by hospitals. It's number one financial, number two political. Yeah. Well, they and, might
0: have more room in the ICU if nurses weren't twerking on TikTok all day.
3: Right, but I mean, how many places did people start going with fucking cell phones and just walking into yards and being like, where's the fucking refrigeration trucks? There's nobody in here. <laughs> but, but I mean, the fact of the matter is that the ICU for, for dummies is you have 10 beds in a hospital. You say three are ICU. Three people come in. You're over capacity. Yeah. And that's literally what they did in California. Every hospital has the ability to, number one, make more space. Number two, dedicate ICU spaces to triages and certain floors, which they just refused to do, mostly mandated by the uh, state government here. But yep. we were around 2,700 ICU beds when we relocked down fucking December 9. He opens us up. The day after Biden gets elected, they're at 7,400 ICU beds. Yep. Where does it fucking make sense? Where? Yeah. No. Destruction of the middle class, destruction of the nuclear family, destruction of small business, masters in the universe got richer, <laughs> Yeah, and fuck the rest of the regular people. You will be relying on the government, yeah. or you will fucking die. Period.
0: Well, that's that's one hundred percent. My theory is, they're bleeding the middle class dry to the point where they're going to gain votes by, well, dude, I need a stimulus check. Right. I haven't worked in a year. I need something, and the government's going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, come over to this side. You vote blue, and we'll give you six hundred dollars every six months. You know, and people get off to that. You know, people get off to an unemployment raise and they're skimming the system. I know one thing I was proud of in California for once was them investigating unemployment fraud. Yep. And I don't, it was like 25%. of some huge number of people, their unemployment checks froze because they were under investigation for fraud. And I was like, I'll volunteer to investigate that on my free time. Yeah. You know, send me to someone's house.
3: I'll figure out if they're working or not. I'm not going to put them on blast. And I won't mention him, so you'll never figure out who it is. But my barber has been collecting unemployment the entire time this shit's been going on. And, and the only thing yeah. he did during coronavirus was put garbage bags over his front window and a camera out in front, so when he saw somebody come up to the shop, he'd just fucking let him in. But as you can tell, fresh fucking fade today, you know? <laughs> Indoor <laughs> barber. So, and uh, I support those businesses. Yeah, let, let you him have to. His, his client base has gone down to, he said, less than a third of what his normal would be. He said he would cut... 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day, God. maybe two 15 minute breaks. He's the owner, but I mean, he'd walk to the liquor store, get a beer, he'd walk to the taco truck and get some tacos, but besides that, he was cutting hair fucking 12 hours straight. And now he says he's cutting like four or five, six, seven people a day. That's it. I mean, how do you live? How do you pay your mortgage? How do you pay your I, rent there?
2: So, I, mean, I, I heard someone put it encapsulate this whole process very well, as far as like at least the economic side of it, and that part, one of the facets of the whole COVID. Uh, situation is the liquidation of small businesses. Yep. So hmm. the small businesses are liquidated The only thing left is Walmart Amazon and fucking Home Depot mm-hmm. and that
1: Yeah, big box stores. You can only yeah. go go shop at those stores and it's big corporations um, No, but I, my at this point what they've been doing to the American people especially okay. now when you see Joe Biden's executive orders, okay. they're all going to fund foreign countries and What they're putting in the stimulus bills ten million dollars to Pakistan for gender studies like <laughs> uh-huh. They want to slap us in the face and give us 600 bucks if, if someone like your barber wants to, to still work and Make make some money and take that money. That's actually our money back right That like good for him Like they're they're fucking us so bad Like I really don't care what anybody's doing to fuck the government at this point because it's it's absolutely insane what they're doing to america like i haven't received one dollar for unemployment i'm a 1099 i'm waiting on pua it's um, I, I got approved but i'm still sitting uh almost a year in and haven't received a dollar waiting for my appeal to go through Lovely. like it's it's absolutely insane and i can't work and i like i got an injury i can't go and do like a physical job or a, a construction job that's open all the service jobs i can't do there's nothing. I'm out here. I'm, I'm only a stone's throw away from you guys, so I'm going to have to come out and visit when this all opens up. Or if you want to come out and visit the adult playland when this all opens
3: up, uh, we'd love to have you. I think we're going to um, say yes to both. Um, yeah.
1: What are you doing yeah. tomorrow? Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, there ain't shit to do. The only thing, Coming the only in thing you can do out here that you probably can't do in California, but you guys might have a different uh, a rule, bec- different rule for you guys. But we can just go out to the desert and shoot, whereas California, I don't think you can do that. Sure can.
0: There's a couple spots you can go to. You just got to know where to go. Yep. Um,
1: Legal out there, like New Jersey. If you if you went out and shot out in the woods. <laughs> oh God. Oh dude, <laughs> dude your cops are coming. The yep. whole the whole SWAT team. Yep. Everybody's coming to, coming to get you, no matter yep. where you're at. So like you could do that in California.
0: Yeah. There's there's a there's a desert. What's Akatea, like? Two hours from here? Yeah. About sure. two hours out. Um, That's pretty safe as far as like a firing range, but
1: that's shot. Because like I when I when my buddy took me out to the desert for this first time, we just drove right out and no one's around for miles and miles, and we just started shooting. and cleaned up our shells and
3: went home. Well, there's plenty. There's plenty people around. There was all the bodies that the mob buried out there back
1: in the fucking day. That's true. That's a
2: different thing. We're used to that in
1: New Jersey. We're we're used to that. Absolutely, Hudson.
2: You know. That, yeah. that that so is like, that's one of the things that like really fucking burns me the most about everything that's been happening and like new jersey dude i'm telling you if you were here this summer if you were down the shore if you went out on a boat you were out on the water you would think that it was a permanent trump boat rally yep. because i mean so many boats i mean there were trump flags american flags everywhere no matter where you looked they were freaking everywhere yet somehow he loses New Jersey and not just New Jersey, where, where I'm at in Morris County is typically a Republican county in New Jersey, but it went blue this yeah. time. And I was saying that there is no way on God's green earth that Morris County went blue. I mean, Trump signs everywhere. And yeah, granted, you see Bidens here and there, but in Morris County and even out west from me, just everywhere, I would I would have bet a million dollars he would have taken New Jersey. And I guarantee he probably did. Sure did. Well,
0: even in California, like I'm not saying we wouldn't want red.
3: No, no, no. You you had it should have been purple. Trump sign in front of the Hollywood sign, coming back over and over and over again, all all up the Route 66. You had Trump parades in Beverly Hills. In Beverly Hills, in fucking Malibu. So you you had Trump.
1: You guys red. I really do. I think you guys went. When we were watching live that night and they
0: were showing counties, I was like, "This is bullshit." Because the only really liberal cities in in California, you have L.A. San Diego is pretty mixed because there's a lot of military and law enforcement here. You have L.A., all of L.A. County, and then the Bay Area. But from L.A. County to the Bay Area, it's like, what, a seven-hour drive?
3: Yep. And it's and all it's red. And it's all farm. It's all, it's all red. Yep. It's, it's big farms. It's uh, military installations. and
0: Small-town living. Yep. And it's like, there's no way. That, it was like unanimously blue that night. Right. We are watching. We even said... There's no fucking way. There's no way that it's this blue. This is crazy.
3: There's no There's no way all those people said, hey, let's import more produce from Canada and Mexico. Fuck my farm. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. You know what? I'm probably just going to vote for Joe Biden and then nothing down ballot as well.
2: That sounds like a brilliant God. idea. I'll never forget that night. Um, I was watching all the states. Like Once once they were done reporting, you know how many states it was like oh, 98% or whatever, and they, they just still wouldn't call it, right? Yep. But I was watching, and then... California, uh, Oregon, and Washington. Bang. Right away. I looked. They called them with zero percent. Zero percent were in, and they called it for Biden. Yep. All three states. Exactly. The election was over. Eight minutes after after the time. Look at fucking
3: That's Arizona. Right. The biggest betrayal of them all, Fox News.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Well, so. I... I've, I don't know about you guys. I've been saying for a long time that those guys are not to be trusted. The,
3: I, the, oh, I stopped watching. You know what? The, I think out of the, all of the Great Awakenings this year, it's the realization of the way the power structure goes in some of those mainstream media. Well, all of them. And and I've explained it on our show several times to where we'll, we'll take Cucker, for example, you know, <laughs> the biggest fucking baby of them all, who does sometimes put out quality content and does sometimes get but then he gets reeled back in by the network. Cuck exclusives. But yeah, it's like I've always right. said we're preaching the truth too much. Right. Stop it. Regardless of what he says, and he has come out sometimes. And I mean, there was an episode where he did a 23 minute intro and was like, there was fucking rampant election fraud everywhere. I'm going to point out every single state, this, that, and the other thing. We're going to have all these people on. This is before the first Sidney Powell interview. Sydney Powell Sydney Powell
0: But then a week after that he goes just so you know I'm not leaving Fox News and I signed a fat contract
3: right. and everyone's like and we're going to talk about cat fashion shows <sighs> now yeah Tucker
0: we're... you piece of shit
3: Exactly so boy, I, there, there's there's an executive producer and owners above them that says like hey that's cool that you feel that way you say it on the fucking show one more time, and you're fired. Yeah. And then you'll never have a job anywhere else. You can go work with fucking Bill O'Reilly, see how he's doing right oh, now. Yeah. I miss Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Well, you know what? I saw him on Newsmax the other day. He looks fucking awful. Have you guys ever seen uh, the, the movie? It's set in New Jersey. Dan Aykroyd's the creepy judge. Is it Nothing But, <laughs> Not trouble? but
2: trouble? Yes. Yeah. Nothing But Trouble? No, I haven't seen it. Right. <laughs> hey,
3: I'm, I'm Bill, really if you look at Bill O'Reilly now, he looks like Dan Aykroyd in that movie. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't even know it was him. I, I was—I I, I glanced at the know? television and I saw liver spots and like translucent oh, no. skin.
2: <laughs> and Always wasn't them looking fella. And then I started hearing that voice
3: <laughs> and I was like, is this Falafels himself? <laughs> and it was.
1: We'll
0: do it
3: cool. live.
1: Yeah, well this is what I say about Fox and I've been saying it for a long time. Uh, well before this whole situation with, with Tucker. Um, it's the illusion of choice at its finest. Yep, and yeah. 100%. These people only cover... Up to a certain extent, they never push the envelope. Like they, they seem like that they're they're reporting for one side and they're actually giving you the true story, but they never dig. And a guy like Tucker and a guy like Hannity and today and in, in 2021. He could very easily, okay, fire me. I'm gonna go and start my own podcast, and I'll make more an advertisement on my podcast than you guys are ever gonna pay me. Yep. So I'll, I'll say whatever I want to say, and they have all this information. They know. They know what's going on. It, it must be really,
3: It must be really hard for those guys to go home at the end of the day and look in the mirror, and that's just an honest assessment.
1: I, I, th- I think they're 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 all lying actors. They all yep. know exactly. They 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 made their bed and they're they're ready to lay in it. I think they have no problem looking themselves in the mirror, lying to the American like You watch V for Vendetta and you watch yep. all these other movies. You see all these newscasters. They know very well that they're lying to the people, and and all these people are idiots for eating up all the garbage that they they spew oh, yeah. at them. But they still spew it every single day. It'd be very very easy for them in, t- in 2021. To go and start their own show and and start tweeting and putting things out there. uh,
0: Yeah, with no repercussions, because you're on your own. You do your own thing.
1: They could easily afford their own production team at this point and start up from scratch. Like we're over here. We literally in the beginning, like in the beginning of the year, we're like, all right, what do we do? We let's figure this out. And we didn't think we'd blow up as fast as we did. So now we're in Ketchum, we're getting mics. We're like, oh my god, like.
2: This yeah, is. Crazy. I think everyone was going to listen. Yeah. yeah, we didn't.
1: This is now we have people from all over the world listening to our show, and it's super humbling. And we're making relationships with guys like you who we've never would have had the opportunity to speak with if we didn't do this.
0: Yeah,
1: but it never happened, and it's and it's so humbling and it's so cool. Um, but these guys have millions of dollars already, and they're starting way ahead of the game, and they know how to put an a, a, a actual production together. Like we literally just we're winging it. Like, yes. we literally just sat, sat down and we had, started having conversations. So they'd crush. So it's, it, there's no there's no one that could tell me that Fox News is telling me the truth or even Newsmax or OAN. They're all garbage. They they listen to their advertisers and they, they toe the line. They just give you the illusion of choice. It's the it's, same thing as the yeah. Democrat and Republican paradigm. Yeah.
0: Exactly. There's a street corner here in San Diego. <clears throat> it's maybe like a quarter of a mile radius. It's in um, this one spot in San Diego, there's four Mexican restaurants and they're all different styles. It's it's pretty similar. They're all, it's like street Mexican food, but they're all owned by the same owner. They all have a different type of salsa, different type of tortillas. So you go and you're like, dude, that, that taco shop across the street is way better. Oh, that one down the street has better salsa. And you're like, the same guy owns all four. (laughs) It's the same thing with the news media. You know, it's like, I like Fox news. And it's like, it's yeah. all ran by the same people. At the end of the day, it's the same. Until you take a step back, d- kind of distance yourself from that, then you start to awaken and you go, yeah, this is all bullshit. Yeah. This is all a big scam, and it's ran by the same people that have been doing it for years, and it's just inherited into whoever's in charge. Yep. And that's the big thing where I election night, I haven't watched Fox News since that. Because election night, we even said, I was like, what is going on with Fox? Why did they... They turned their back on Trump so fast before before the election was even called. Now I, I was like getting sick to my stomach because that was the only major major news outlet I was watching right. for years. That's why I grew up watching as a kid and seeing that. And I was like, God, this is kind of depressing. Like that's how I enjoy getting my news. And then you see the true colors and you start to research who owns Fox now and who inherited it. And you're like, Oh, well, that explains it. And yeah. then you just take a step back and you go, Go, you know what? F it. I'm done. I'm not watching. Fox News, I'm not watching any of it cuz it's all a scam. 6 or 7 people
3: and five families run the entire fucking world basically, and whatever yeah. they decide the narrative's going to be and how it's going to play out is what we're going to be spoon-fed on a
2: regular basis. Yep. They all have an agenda, and I think the reason that a lot of people are attracted to shows like ours like yours is that our only agenda is is the truth and That's it. is free. Yeah, I, I mean, it, less, right, if we make if we ever make a single dollar from the show, if we have if we got a million downloads per episode and we didn't make a single dollar, I really wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, we, because we have no the, interest in that either. Yeah, but if but if but if you know if you can partner up with like-minded companies and things like that, you know all the more better because it just helps get it just helps spread the message. True story.
0: That's why all of our sponsors are um, either like gun advocates, tactical gear, Trump. I mean, I think every single one of our sponsors probably I know ManRub's for sure as a trump supporter
3: i yeah. can't imagine well mediocre medic and DumpBox both have done trump inspired yeah. tactical gear so yeah.
0: we always say we'll never get a sponsor that we won't use personally or endorse because right. um, that's how you sell out yeah. you know these people sell out by getting <laughs> sponsors they don't believe in or don't use right you know and so then not that's... gonna be taking
3: any nike contracts anytime soon. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Well, it's it's, it's also it's, but the, the thing is the thing is because we lost one of our sponsors okay. um, after the the capital uh, the sixth um, because again we were outspoken that the whole thing was staged and you know we saw through the story and he's like yeah I can't align myself because they're scared of what their consumers would think because they're associated with people like us like you saw Sephora they just got rid of uh, a, a, an influencer today because she made a pro Trump comment um, and. To to cir, to cir- to in in the words of the the new press secretary, to circle back, right? To circle back, we'll just have to circle back to, to that. To Arizona, <laughs> real quick. The reason I, it was so deliberate what Fox did, because everywhere across the country there was lines for hours to vote, lines, and you have the majority of those people are avid fox watchers or they used to be cnn or msnbc and then they realized that they were lying so they went went over to to fox so fox was crushing in the ratings and you're waiting in line and all of a sudden you're in arizona and you're like you have a half hour left of waiting and they call arizona for biden like ah i'm not waiting in this line we lost already what's the point you know so they packed it in and they went home and this is why you have people like donald Don Jr out there saying stay in line vote yep. go like don't don't leave the line like they knew ahead of time that they were going to do this yep. they knew that the media was going to turn against them this was all something that the patriots knew was going to happen yep. Trump called it how many yeah.
3: months in advance I mean even to the point to where he said like man I hope a whole bunch of ballots don't just randomly show up from all mm-hmm. this mail in <laughs> bullshit that's going on I mean he called it like 6 or 7 months before the election even happened
0: yeah. Well he even said that the coronavirus was a ruse to implement election fraud, to mail-in mail ballots that would lead to because, voter fraud.
3: Because by the time we had gotten to the fall, there were so many states, like fucking the master of all dongs, DeSantis, and <laughs> no, they had just opened up their states and said, fuck it. And the worst thing that ever happened is that their numbers were basically comparable within the margin of error to the worst states. And I mean... Such a joke. Yeah. So, I, I, I've heard so many podcasters the last couple of days that I've been listening to have taken trips to Florida, and they're like... Dude, I never thought it would be like a fucking movie when I walk out of the airport and it's like the utopia that I, I, I remember the United States being but no longer is because I'm coming from San Francisco or I'm flying down from New York. And no one's asking me to quarantine and spraying me with fucking hand sanitizer and asking me where my mask is. It's just fucking putting your normal. phone
0: number down every time you go eat at a restaurant. I see
3: kids playing in the school. Did you guys ever hear the part of the show? This is how fucked up it is in California. My kids go to school. We pay taxes for that school, right? Every month we have to like go and pick up work at our kids' school because they run out of like physical dittos and workbooks to do, so they need like the next chapters and stuff like that. So you go to the fucking circle in front of the school and all the assholes are standing out there in their little tents with 17 masks on, and they're spraying the shit as they put it in their car. I always drive up maskless and then don't talk to them. I just stick my hand out and grab the shit because I'm so tired of it. But one day I went in an off time, and there was like military lines of kids in my kids' school's courtyard, and, I, and it was the first time I ever talked to the lady. I said, hey, come here. And she's like, oh, whose class are you here for? I was like, who are all these fucking kids? And she's like, oh, you know, the uh, the YMCA approached us with a contract offer, so we, we rented out the facilities to them. <laughs> <laughs> so it gets even better. The next fucking morning, it put me in such a bad mood. I was in a bad mood all night. I, I complained to my wife. This is for, before my wife finally, like, accepted the red pill. She was always like, She's a moderate lib. She's she works in the social work field. You know, she deals with awful people who have bad things wrong with them. She tries to help them best, huge heart. But she'd always be like, yeah, you know, eh." she was just like, well, I heard it on TV. So but then, like, it got to the point to where she would see nothing but constant railroading against Donnie. And she'd be like, well, it was like, he's already dead. Stop hitting him. And then she finally accepted it. And it was the school that fucking broke her. So, But the day before, she's like, oh, don't worry about it, blah, blah, You know, it is what it is. We got to do the best we can. I come home from work. I get my kids set up for school. My son's in the kitchen on his laptop, and I'm looking at him, look at his fucking Skype. And I see it just caught me. There's some fucking kid in his class with a mask on. And I'm like, hey, what's up with that kid? What the fuck is he wearing a mask for at home? He's like, oh, he's not at home. He's in my classroom. And I said, what? He's like, yeah, his parents work. So they pay the YMCA, and, and they watch him in our class all day. Let me get this straight. So I pay fucking taxes for these assholes not to fucking teach. And the teacher's union is like a, a mafia anyway. Rudy Giuliani should have fucking scooped them up the first time as well. <laughs> Literally. And then not only are they renting out my school to other fucking kids, but there's kids in my kid's classroom doing Zoom work, watching a teacher at her fucking house in her pajamas while my kid's sitting in my kitchen on his fucking Zoom, watching all of these assholes do Spanish cooking videos and let's color a bumblebee. An entire year of education loss. And I make light of it, and I like to poke fun at the stuff that it really is. Dude, nobody's kids fucking learned anything this year. You you literally ruined an entire generation. IQ numbers down. Reading and writing down. And it's going to be, like, I worked in education for a long time before I went into my current position in law enforcement. It's going to be really hard to bring these kids back, especially once they're into that you already read and write. Because it's just like shooting. Shooting's a what is a degenerationable yeah. skill? Yep. If you don't go shooting for six months, you're not going to hit as many bullseyes as you did. If you went shooting every six days. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same thing with going to school every day, you know? And it's just like, it's terrible what they did with the, with the kids. I think out of everything in the coronavirus, they the had small it the worst. business yeah. is number one. The kids are one a, and then it's all the other shit underneath it. You know, all the fucking political bullshit that they did to make the masters of the universe stronger and, Big box businesses run the world more and stuff like that. But
2: yeah. The kids have really been fucked up in this whole thing. So especially at certain ages of, of these kids, like depending on where they're at in their developmental yep. you know, process, it, it can be exponentially, you know, more destructive for them. So I don't know if maybe the kids that are much, much younger maybe might still bounce back and yeah. the ones that are much older are probably fine. But I'm thinking that all the kids that are somewhere in that middle are the ones who are probably really just affected yeah they had that
3: school district in nevada where they had 18 kids since coronavirus started commit suicide the parents sued the district into forcing them to go back to in-person instruction
0: well then no one talks about the numbers of especially fathers right now like drinking themselves to death
3: yeah because as a dad oh yeah as
0: a dad like i pride myself in providing for my family Mm -hmm. And I'm working, so one day my wife can be a stay-at-home mom, you know. And if I was not able to work and I see all these assholes getting rich and Gavin Newsom's winery's still open and I can't pay the mortgage and I'm getting notices after notices and the power's going to get shut right? up. Yeah. These guys are drinking themselves to death and no one's talking about it. Yep. You know, as a dad, as a father, as a husband, like your pride is in the fact that you're a breadwinner. Yeah. At least for, I know for us too, and, I'm you know, as a man that's – just that's a big part yeah. of being, as long as you're not a beta, beta male, you know, being alpha male is a very prideful thing of bringing home a check, paying bills, making sure that the lights are always on, there's always food on the table. If that's taken away from me, I'm I'm going into depression yeah. almost immediately. You I don't know. Purpose. You lose your identity. Yeah. Huge.
1: I don't know how to do it. I don't know how the average American does it because I'm sitting here, like I said, I haven't received $1 and thankfully I've worked my ass off over the years to Set myself up, but it, things are dwindling down, and it's it's very tough psychologically to deal with that yeah. because you're used yeah. to making an X amount of dollars and doing very well for yourself, being able to uh, earn your own way rather than asking for handouts. And um, I've never wanted to, to to ask for handouts, but they're they're literally forcing people to ask for handouts because they're not even they're not even like now they are, but they for a year they haven't been even wavering on opening anything up. Right. Like, it, it it didn't seem like there was light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of states except for Florida and Texas, really. Yep. Like, those are the only, only states that allowed you to open up. So you're sitting there all day, and you're 100% right. Like, imagine it was 20 years ago when this happened, when you could uh, actually raise a family on one income, and the, the, man, the, the, the wives could stay home and raise their children. Yeah. Like, this whole entire system was designed... To take the mother out of the household, so the state is now raising your kids. Yeah, this is yeah. why they're doing this. This is why there's a whole generation of kids that are so lost and hate this country. Want socialism? They want all of these free things because they think that that, that they've been wrong yep. because the state raised them rather than their mother or their parents. And they come. It's like it really reminds me of communist China during the Mao regime, and they had the kids turning their parents in yep. because they didn't want to get in line you see that right now where kids are or even though we hate fox they're turning off fox and blocking the channel so their parents can't watch it like this is where we're at in this country and it's getting to the point where they had to force their hand i think because president trump was adding what joe biden just ended yesterday the 1776 uh commission (laughs) like it's crazy what's going on
3: we're gonna be doing a whole show on critical race theory and the 1619 project in uh two weeks With the girls girls over at Russian Disinformation. They are huge proprietors of America First curriculum being taught in schools, as am I. And, uh, yeah, to villainize the country, to say it was founded on racism, for racism, and by racists is just completely (laughs) fucking retarded. I've never heard anything like that before in my life. And and I can't believe some... Asshole editor at the New York Times can make something up based off no evidence or any kinds of facts except that slavery did exist during the time period and then rewrite the entire fucking history of the United States with it. And everybody's like, Oh yeah, that sounds fucking fantastic. Like black lives do matter and that they didn't matter back then, so this must be the new history.
2: And they don't care that there's more, you know, people enslaved in twenty twenty one than there was back then. But Fact. you know, that's besides the point. Right.
0: No one ever bitches about Disney filming uh, Mulan in Communist China, yeah. the, where people are literally enslaved based on their religion.
3: Or the morons that still walk around <laughs> wearing the fucking Che Guevara shirts and stuff like that. <laughs> guys, that are fucking, they are i fucking... so special. I, I've heard you guys rant about him before. Yeah. I might be baiting a little bit.
1: <laughs> Start with that guy. I mean, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. They, they idolize this person. He
3: literally murdered gays. Yep. Like,
1: they, they, they're... they're the left is the biggest hypocrites
3: ever. They it's, they it's, it's they say you are the worst of everything that they actually do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Projection at its finest. Yeah. So if you want to know what they're actually up to, just look at what they're accusing, you know, the other side of doing. Yeah. And well, that's you know,
0: that's a textbook not, of what the left did to Trump cuz then it turns out
3: all the Russia collusion was Biden and his family. Right. The Ukraine phone call was yeah. Joe Biden to the <laughs> to the former head of Ukraine about the money that he was not going to get if he didn't fire the prosecutor. You know the the spying was re- actually reverse spying, and you know you fucking yeah, right. Trump supp- suppressing voters was actually the actual voter fraud that was happening, and them suppressing voters like in places like Arizona.
2: It's fucking clown world. Bill that they actually put forward in uh, in Congress so far, HR one codifies all of the voter fraud from the 2020 election into law. Yep. Like mandatory mail in voting, sixteen uh, year old dumbasses voting. Yep. Yeah, the no, illegal tabling. Oh, it, yeah. It's incredible. I mean, he puts four, What is he at? 40, 40 plus executive orders. Forty one. <laughs> and the only actual legislation that they even attempt is to codify voter fraud.
3: Yep, America last every single one. And we covered that shit last week. It was terrible. And just vindictive spite. <laughs> to revert. Uh, like, you guys got into it, too. The fucking uh, EpiPens. And yeah. uh, th- there was something else with the insurance. I forget what it was. But opioid. Opioid. Yeah, ver- yeah, taking a, the opioid crisis, all the extra stuff that was going into fund. I'm waiting for him to defund the V.A. That's like the only one he hasn't touched yet. <laughs> so yeah. about making the VA great again, he's going to take out all of that accountability for all the scumbags that they fired that worked there. And, and he's got
2: seven thousand troops surrounding him in DC. True story. But
3: you, you
1: ask the liberal left, like, what what logical reason can you give me for raising the prices of insulin or rolling back funding the opioid crisis? Like they're, they're trying what, to finish what,
3: off, off all the weak ones they didn't get with coronavirus, so and they threw them back in the fucking old folks' homes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what's what's the reasoning behind that? they're like oh well you know we just have to wait and see why he did that he just signed it so um you know we'll give it a little bit of time
2: and and you know see how it works out so then what's the reasoning behind even just a day or two days or a week or two or however long of a temporary period it was what is the thought process behind even that amount of time
0: yeah this guy wasn't even moved in yet
2: I still don't think he's moved in he probably he's,
0: didn't even take a tour of the White House he, yet he's
2: moved in at the Castle Rock set probably
1: that's about it can, can you explain can you explain or can anybody find a time where he's been on Marine Force One Air Force One uh, really left the White House saluted really done the troops but on executive orders right he was at, he was at Walter Reed today uh, or yesterday
3: the, the Walter Reed with that has the rock wall in the lobby now I, I didn't think that's what Walter Reed Hospital looked like
1: I agree I was thinking the same
3: thing. I mean, I know it, they probably have some PT rooms there, but that just looked like it was in the back of a Costco.
1: It really, <laughs> like a high school gym. Like, yeah, it was like, and they had the, the fold up table. I'm like, I feel like the reception area for Walter Reed, one of the best hospitals in the world, uh, is in a fold up table and in the middle of a gymnasium. Yeah, something's going on here. Um, it's, it, it, but they don't care. They're going to put it out there anyway because so many people, because the talking box on the TV said it, right. are going to be like, oh, that's real. Yeah, that, that makes sense. They said it in the TV. Right. And when you tell them the opposite, they're like, well, why isn't the news talking about this? James, yeah. Well, if that was true, the news would
2: be reporting it.
0: Yeah, exactly. they definitely are not deceitful. One, and the other thing is the Democrats and the left are being so blatant with all this deception that it's like, as a right-wing person, you're looking at it and you're going... Is anybody else not seeing this? Or am I the only one? Like, so Obviously, it, it, we're all on the same page, but you're looking at stuff and you're like, how do you not see that this is like one big plan, this is a huge joke. If you think Biden is going to be in office for four years, you should be checked into an insane asylum. But it's also like it's not the point not part of the to plan. where
3: when, when you look, I mean, there are, there are several people who, in the government right now who represent us. And we'll get into them in names in a little bit. <clears> but all the other ones are the same fucking party straight across the board. And there's, there's only one narrative for them. It's money and where they can get it when you get into, like, the McConnells and all the other fucking yeah. Ben Sass and uh, Mitt Romney and all those other pieces of shit who are Republican in while you were voted in on the ticket only, and that's fucking it. Uh, Liz Cheney and all those other scumbags. But it's just like, you know, it, it's one of those things to where you can't even talk about the left and right anymore because it doesn't exist. That, that's a part of the whole fucking psyop because every time the left does stuff like that or, or what you would consider Fox News calls the left, you get people like... On the right, who are in the Uniparty, that are like, "Oh yeah, that is fucking bad. It's terrible. They shouldn't be doing that." And then you see them like looking at them over their shoulders, like, "Is that is that is that mean enough? That did, did I make yeah. it sound like did I was? did I sell it? Did I sound Republican enough? Let's go get that lobbyist money." And and then that's just the way it's been for so long. It's just being exposed on a, on a wide scale now that we can all fucking see that's where it's coming. One of the biggest examples I'll give you, I think he's the king cuck of them all, Dan Crenshaw. Oh, my God! So we've got into that guy so many times. First of all— and I stuck up the,
0: for him on this show, and I regret
3: it. You, you went about two episodes longer than than, than, the, than I did. But it was like—
0: <laughs> I gave him the benefit of the doubt.
3: Super badass, probably got a higher body count than me. All-American hero for thank you for your service. His current job, he fucking blows. One day he loves Trump and the country. The next day, Trump's a fucking war criminal and needs to be hung. He lives in a fucking border state, but he's never, you know, met an immigration bill that allows for open borders, uh, HB1 visas, and all the other fucking shit. Who cares about the wall? It it makes no fucking sense. It just shows you where their intentions lie, and it's who's ever telling them, like, hey, just fucking do this or do that. We'll give you all the money you fucking need.
0: He wants another book deal, probably. Yeah, exactly. Or or to
3: make another Avengers commercial, which sucked, by the way. The special effects were garbage.
0: Has made an iPhone.
3: Yep. That they, they still good they're still
1: good at with social media because social media I think is a concept that really got away from them oh um, it's out of their
3: hands yes
1: yeah. <laughs> still they still use it uh well in one area and they're really good at giving us they they're allowing these representatives to give us lip service yep so if you have these people they'll tweet something out saying one thing but behind closed doors it's they're the voting the, the complete opposite way and most people don't go and actually look at the vote count and how people actually voted like you have AOC, who's who's talking about how giving six hundred dollars is is an injustice, and she's literally going and voting yes on it instead of standing up and saying no. Like yep. you have this happens on a regular regular basis, and social media is the first time it allows them to do that. Prior to that, it was just the talking
2: heads on the news. Yep, I think with especially with Republicans, they they always get super super tough, exactly when they have no authority or no power to enact any sort of change. So it's like, oh, now that Trump's out of office, oh yeah, there was this election fraud and this was bad and I shouldn't have voted that way. And you know, they they just they talk such a great game and then they get you to re believe in them. They're like, Oh yeah, you're right. Like that sounds like Yes like like, (laughs) Paul. I'm specifically speaking of because that's the one that upset me or disappointed me so fucking much because he was literally he was my favorite senator. He was a lot of people's favorite senator And then the way he voted to certify, uh, that, to me, made absolutely no sense.
3: Out of all the times he's been an asshole and was like, you know what, that's a very well-written bill. I see the pluses and minuses of it. However, I shan't be voting for it. And this was the first time where he actually said he wasn't going to vote for something and went out and did it, you know, uh, on something big. You know, I'm sure there's been a little bit of flip-flopping back in the days, and, you know, his neighbors obviously haven't liked his voting record in the past because they've beat the ever-living <laughs> shit out of him several times, tried trying to run him over with a fucking John Deere and stuff so, That's but a, yeah, he, he was a huge <laughs> disappointment, but I mean, you did see some of the ones who were, and this is just me Cruz, Green, Bobert Jordan, Matt Gates, Nunez Hawley, Cawthorn who were really like the Paul Revere-ish ones, like guys I understand the way it fucking always is, but, like, this is, like, the unstoppable fucking shit show that you're about to let happen. Please fucking stop. And they wedged such a fucking divide between them and the establishment Republican lobbyists. I mean, I know a lot of them backed down and stopped the steal, but I feel like that whole thing... I mean, it was, we've talked about it, it. was ridiculously staged. You guys had boots on the ground there. And it, and we, we've seen well, a lot of videos. Vi- videos are still coming out. They had, they had that asshole with the fucking moose hat on last week you know, walking in and the Secret Service guy or the, I mean, the they're Capitol Police officer. In. Yeah, they're like, oh, please don't sit in the sacred chairs." He's like, I'm just going to sit in for a minute. They're like, oh, okay, let me take a selfie with you. Like, go fuck It yourself. looked like
0: a private tour.
3: Right. Girl gets murdered, no fucking crime scene. Like, there, there's literally all this shit, windows breaking, fire starting, cops shooting. <laughs> and then, like, two hours later, they fucking come back and use the exact building that's supposedly, like, the biggest crime scene and the largest insurrection since the Civil War. And like, it, it made no sense. A
2: GOP building, like... Both it was at the Republican and Democrat. Both, party.
3: right? And it was the night before, and it looks like some fucking girl who uh, put on like eight sports bras. You can tell by the way they're walking, it's a female. And, and you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. So I, I, that video getting released automatically almost kicks out the impeachment.
0: Well, then the funny, one of my favorite like memes was, and this is <clears throat> in poor taste, but was, I have. Uh, poor taste and humor it was like a chick that had no legs or arms in a motorized wheelchair the Nuggie. and it was like you're telling me this is the biggest like domestic terrorist act and this boneless chicken nugget
3: drove through (laughs) through to storm the capitol well and then there's the meme the Jack Nicholson meme where he fucking breaks through the door but it's the witch lady with her little fucking wand and it's like we we talked about the wheelchair lady on this show I've been to the capitol you guys live on the east coast 8th grade high school trip you guys went to the fucking Washington D.C. The handicap ramps there zigzag outside of the building. They're like 150 feet long each. And it's a half like, hour
0: journey. Yeah. <laughs> to I mean, get there, in there. there's
3: no way that it happened. They stayed in the red velvet
1: velvet ropes. Right. Like they broke in, and no one was destroying anything. They are literally staying inside. The ropes that they have where they made that famous walk for impeachment. And then like, you
3: see you see the guys picking up trash afterwards. They're like, oh, well, they knocked over the garbage cans. We don't want to leave before we pick up all the fucking water bottles. And there's literally people picking up garbage in the lobby of the fucking Capitol building. Yeah. But, it, but it was the largest insurrection. Like, it was literally Civil War II. It was the first shots of Civil War II, according to the
2: left. Yeah. That was the first time I had actually ever been there. So 30 years old, and that was the first time I was there. It was, it was incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Ted Cruz is apparently tried to have them murdered, according to AOC. Yeah. yeah, just when you get excited that you may have actual, maybe some unity, it's like, oh, shit, maybe AOC and Cruz, they, they will work together. And then James reads out, like, her response yeah. to when Cruz agreed to her. She's basically like, fuck you. You tried to have me murdered. uh Go quit your job, and uh, I'll, work I'll, work, with I'll work with anybody who didn't try to have me killed. Right. If you want to help, go resign. She's, like
3: this is this is the clown world that we live.
0: Yeah. She's a special. Yeah. Um,
3: Are you going to be paying cash, or would you like to open a tab? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Did you want to line with that, yeah, exactly. or <laughs> that's where she should stop?
3: Horse She's com- complete. Yeah. She go back to Dancing on roofs. Exactly. Um. Doing her fucking friends dance up there at Boston University.
1: She looked good in that video. I will give her that. But other than that video, she
2: has a horse face. I will give her that.
3: She needs Uh, braces.
2: Yeah. Huh? She needs braces. Her grill's all jacked up. She's a full-blown actor. Oh,
3: 100%. I, I think she... I mean, just her voting record alone suggests it. Like, she's completely fine with where she was. She knows that, like... Due to just her youth, let's say that this is like a road that's like 10 years or less, which I see it is. She's not going to be up there 80 years old like Nancy Pelosi. She's got book deals. She's probably got a show. In addition all the video game stuff and fucking self-help videos she does online, like, she's going to be completely fine. But in regards to her doing her actual job, again, another one, completely fucking worthless. She votes mm-hmm. opposite of what she ran for. She destroyed any kind of work that was going to start in her own district. She jacked up the Amazon right. deal. Right, I mean, you're talking about thousands of jobs that would have been working through this fucking coronavirus.
0: Those are like permanent career, like, jobs.
3: Right. Not yeah, that we I not that we necessarily su- support, support that, it. but, I mean, just like... No, but you yeah. shit the bed on that. How do you do that? Right. For the sole fact of fucking over your constituents alone, like, she, she's a good actress. Her, her role will eventually wear out and she'll be gone. She's still stupid. Yeah. She'll, she'll lose to some... Buddy like more ridiculous than her. So mm. maybe that's like something. the assistant health secretary's daughter. Speaking of step you see Kamala Harris's? You want to talk about hot babes. Yeah. You see her stepdaughter got oh. picked up for a modeling job? Oh. those furry armpits, man, that's such oh, a turn on. God. Let me tell you I'm an alpha male. Look her up. Some... I don't <gasps> look it up now. Kamala Harris's oh. stepdaughter. Alright, I'll look it it, up. it looks like every she bad. Got- lefty meme you've ever seen in your life like all all combined
2: into you know, one up those, that knitted purse if oh. yeah. if the, if the I
3: don't know who's worse i don't know
1: whose daughter is worse kamala harris's stepdaughter or bill de blasio's yeah. daughter oh, god i god. don't know which one is worse they're both Man.
3: Woo. yeah they're definitely in the same boat well you know what I, I think
2: uh, de blasio would, would edge it out if i yeah. had if i had to vote I, if I had to pick She's got the MK eyes. She's got the MK ultra eyes. Yep. those furry armpits, I guess.
0: What I'm going to miss one of the most about having Trump in office was the press secretary we had. Oh. She was a babe. And she was a savage.
3: She was just a savage. She, her binder was like... McEnany was awesome. Yeah, it was like Moses bringing the commandments down. She's like, don't worry, bitch, I got an answer for that one, too. And then you have a complete...
2: Wait, did your you fire. Did you see the video of when the the reporter actually circled back with Saki, what she did? She <laughs> just started flipping and flipping through her paper. Yes. yes. It's so, in here her
3: somewhere. Lots
2: to say about Corona. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine only
3: – well, that's another thing. It's like all of these politicians. Imagine only having one fucking job and not being prepared for it. Like, good. Well, like, I mean, you know nothing about what's well, going on. The crazy
0: on. part is like the left, all those reporters are literally on your team. Right. You can't get with them an hour before the damn show and be like, hey, what are you going to ask
3: me? Black Converse, <laughs> chocolate ice cream, salute the Marines.
0: Yeah, my <laughs> favorite movie is Gone with the Wind.
2: Right. I mean, didn't you do that when you were when you were a kid? Like, if your teacher's like, oh, yeah, do you have your homework? And, like, you know, you open up your folder and you kind of flip through. You pretend. Like, yeah,
0: I must love <gasps> that at home. That's weird. Yeah, yeah,
2: That's My dog ate it. Yeah, they <laughs> literally used the same tactics we used in, in grammar school. Like it's like hysterical. Like this, oh, babe. my goodness.
0: Who picked Ooh, her man. up for a model? Or him, or is it her? Or should I not
3: assume? They. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not really good with pronouns. I know our pronouns are win pronouns. and winning. Okay. But White yeah.
1: House has an option now. You could check on the White House website to see what her pronouns are because that's the first thing that you do when you sign on to the White House website. She looks like a Right
3: character. after you thumbs down any fucking video they're putting out, 80 million votes, 54,000 thumbs downs for every time they go live. If
0: I was at a restaurant and this was the waiter and she came up to take my order, I would just get up and leave.
3: Yeah. I, I don't want to do business here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. That's like a human hey, you know, version, a human version of the word appalling. So I'm,
1: I'm sure, I'm sure she's got a nice '70s bush. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> like,
2: that's like a scary movie. Yeah, like, that yeah. Er, that
3: area probably never known the kiss of a razor.
2: <laughs> oh, oh.
3: Brutal. Brutal. She looks scary. It,
1: it, to, to tell people that this is what we're modeling that, like. Really think about the world that we're living in. Like yeah. this is a total and utter clown world. It's the only way
2: to explain the current situation that we're in. It's the only. Oh, okay. way she's a model because she has the male slash female characteristics that they that they look for and that they want to promote. Yep. Because they worship the bath of it. Yeah, blur the lines. Yeah, between they sure them do. Get everyone confused.
0: If this chick broke into your house in the middle of the night, you wouldn't be concerned it was a robber. You would think it was a ghost right or like a demon yeah. I
3: would think I would
0: be I would be more scared of seeing this I, than a guy in like a black mask. I'd be a like it's mask. weird
3: I could move my sleep paralysis demon yeah. is staring oh my in front God. of me <laughs> why
0: didn't you shave your armpits this time so <laughs> weird
3: her armpits right in your face oh.
1: she looks she looks like a, a dude that you'd see on to catch a predator, predator with Chris Hansen yep. like yeah. if, she's walking in the door and Chris Hansen's sitting there like
3: hey I'm going to take oh. a shower
0: yeah glad you came in <laughs> Yeah,
1: exactly. That's, little, that's what she looks like. But uh, She's it, it's, it's, really, it's really it's really, wild. But I, I, I think that this is all on purpose. I, 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 that's the only explanation that I can think of.
3: It has to sure. be. We, we've gotten to January 6th, and w- what we forgot to add in that part, and which we added in one of our previous shows, was the Italy gate information. Who mm-hmm. knows? The German servers, the Italy gate, the signs affidavits, the turning it over to Congress at 1 o'clock. The storming of the building, yeah, and then storming shortly thereafter, lost in translation, like everybody, it's it's verified, real, handed over to congressmen and senators, and office of the president, yeah, and just it takes us to the fake inauguration, And, and and you know, America just turned its back on on Donald Trump even more. It wasn't just the lefties and the commies and the socialist anymore it was prominent career republicans denouncing him
0: that was the most saddening part for me was seeing like the real julius caesar moment of people
3: yeah and then you have some like julius caesar's court you have some of the most prominent law professionals in the country you got rudy jenna ellis you got um uh sydney linwood. powell linwood crazy ass fucking (laughs) linwood the Seculo family all of these people and then some of the brightest minds in the government ezra peter navarro have you i'm sure you guys have read through those three reports i I mean Mm -hmm. absolutely fucking ridiculous Uh, and stephen miller ratcliffe the dni report turned in nobody hears anything about it it just makes no sense like you said the worst parts of the movie where the bad guy wins is where we're at basically right now. And there's distraction coming from all angles. They had the fucking fake inauguration. I haven't put my theory out here yet. My theory, I'm I mean, you. I heard you guys. I'm going to go shadows, people there and not there during the swear ends, the shoes. It was either at two different times or two different days. But it definitely wasn't at high noon On January twentieth, one hundred percent. It it. I mean, just Photoshop the fucking shadows, or have it to where you fucking film it only from the knees up. And
0: that's my point is don't don't make it that obvious. They're getting so cocky, right? That was that was deliberate. That they're not even trying to like they're not even putting forth effort anymore.
3: That's three thirty in the afternoon somewhere. Easy. At this time of the year on the East Coast, it's getting fucking sun's getting low. I mean, your shadow's (laughs) not going to be all the way over. Fucking two o'clock when it's. you know, supposed to be eleven forty-five in the morning.
1: No, I, I agree. I don't think that that there's uh, reports coming out that Spain saw the inauguration the day before. Right. You know what? I have a friend,
3: a good friend. He lives in the Canary Islands. I'm going to ask him. I have. I, I'll reach out to him today, and then I'll, I'll message you guys and see what he says.
1: Let me know for sure because that's that. There's there's some reports, and I said on our show I can't confirm it, but there's multiple reports of this. Uh, so. It's really, really weird to see how they're just staging everything. Yeah.
2: Here, I mean, people that I work with, are like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's inaugurated. And that was like at 1145 or 1144. Yeah, people were getting breaking
3: news alerts. 43 I'm yeah.
2: sorry. It wasn't, it wasn't 12 o'clock.
3: No. Well,
1: who can't explain to me why he's the first president in American history to not get a military plane to the that, inauguration.
2: That's yeah. probably the biggest one for me,
1: yeah. I would say. Huge, Big, the, like and, and then he got locked out of the White House. Like him and Jill Biden are like hugging each other because
2: they're. So, <laughs> that was so great.
3: Oh yeah, because they fired Trump's personal doorman, right? The one from Trump Tower. Yeah, if, you're telling me they couldn't figure that out. Like oh. they couldn't. No, they I knew know. Trump well, was going to yeah. be
1: there. Like that was their excuse. Like <laughs> Trump probably texted Trump. him. We fired, we fired the door guy.
3: Sorry, yeah. we couldn't get in. He you know, probably texted you know, the door Dan Probably changed those fucking locks the night before
0: himself with the Dewalt drill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just
3: uh, sitting
2: there trying to break into the door. The guy can't even stand up. He lost his keys, and then the doorman was the whole thing. Yeah, there's no explanation.
0: He has no idea where he's even at half the time. Did you see the video where clearly he has some sort of earpiece in, and they're talking to him, and he walks past the Marines, and someone's telling him, you're supposed to salute the Marines. And then he whispers to his wife, but he's damn near deaf, so it's super loud, and he goes, uh, salute the Marines. Yep. And the, she even like kind of like what? Yeah. Are you fucking
3: stupid. Well, I mean, how many t- how <laughs> many times has he read now smile like on the <laughs> fucking teleprompter when he's reading that shit in his basement? Oh god. Well, no
1: one can tell me why. Like another thing that people have a short term memory and can't can't keep keep forgetting. Remember when Joe Biden hurt his ankle playing with his dogs and was in a walking
3: boot? Eighty year old man li- better in one day.
1: He's literally. Where's the walk? Like. I'm 32 years old, and I stub my toe, and I feel like the world's coming to an end. Yep. Like, I can't move. I'm walking like I'm 90. Yep.
0: Well, on the next day, there's a picture of him hopping a curb. Yeah, and literally, that was his first step onto the curb. And it's like, if you've ever jacked your ankle up, hmm. you're finding a creative way to get onto a curb. Yeah. Especially and you're using somebody, a crutch or a cane because there's no way you're just willy-nilly getting out of the limo and jumping up the curb like that.
1: Yeah. No lamp. No cane. Nothing. He's eighty years old. Nothing. But no one remembers this because the news doesn't report on it. Nope. Meanwhile, this happened. This is this. was reported on.
3: Oh, that was that was suppressed almost in one day. It started. That was like on a weekend too. I saw it like midday news cycle, and by the time it hit nighttime, it was off all the news channels. Because
0: Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, rumors have it. That's true. And then yeah. people are like, Joe Biden fake injury, might be a doppelganger. Oh, what? Kim Kardashian, and it's like.
2: They cast another little sleeping spell over the population. Yeah. Because the internet started
1: going wild with their theories. Because who remembers John McCain, who was MIA for six months before his death. Yep. And every appearance that he was seen before that, he was in a walking boot. But the walking boot was on different legs.
3: Yep. During interviews, right. it'd be, he'd be sitting, it would be on his right foot. Yeah, he'd
2: be walking, he'd be on his left foot. That other guy takes a lot of abuse, you know, just because of the injury. So it it, it, it is better for him if he just switches the boot, depending on which ankle hurts uh, that, that morning. You exactly. Know? Even this, even this the sake of evenness, evenness, doctor. Well, the big thing for me is his earpiece, Yeah. right? And who, who the fuck is giving information to the president of the United States, which now you can see a lot of people on social media, Twitter, congressman centers, whatever, and they're talking about how Donald Trump is setting up a shadow presidency in mar-a-lago which is which is a great segue into a real shadow president um whoever is speaking to joe biden in his ear which we know that barry famously talked about his ideal third term where he would sit in his basement in his sweatpants and just tell the the stooge what to say and 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 what to do good old barry well you know who's you
3: know who's never far behind barry Probably behind Barry more often than not. Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike. Big <laughs> Mike. Dude, every time I fucking see a picture of that thing on any social media, it's Big Mike, all caps, space in between every letter. No matter what. <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> dude, I,
0: I've seen them on Facebook. Yeah,
3: <laughs> just randomly. I don't say anything else. If I get nasty comments, I don't even answer back. It's just. It's like when you see something that's legit. Big Mike, you just drop it. Yeah. It's like you have to.
2: It, it happens. A vibe. It's a vibe. It is. Yeah,
3: it's
1: just the energy. You gotta, you gotta have it. Um, no, nope. look at those, look at those lats. The
3: dude's a linebacker. Yeah, like he looks like. He I looks wouldn't
0: like even he's... get in the basketball court with him.
3: What, what, what good, What PR person thought it was a good idea to put those fucking kayak pictures out there, like crotch bulge, <laughs> <laughs> protruding <laughs> lats and traps bigger than I ever had, and I played Division One football. And just vascular everywhere. She's on that stuff. Yeah, and you can like, I put one out, and, and the caption just said, "Paddle, bitch." <laughs> that was her biggest More. fear. More. Yep. her in a bikini pic.
1: That was coincidentally like a couple weeks after Barry said that that was her bigger, her his her biggest fear being pictured. So like, I don't think that was an accident. No. I think somebody put that out there on purpose. Like, oh, you're scared of this. Well, here you guys are kayaking while everybody's locked in their house. And you guys are living in the lap of luxury. Right. Oh, but climate change is real, and we're buying houses in Martha's Vineyard.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: like, it's it's do as I say, not as I do. Like, they're literally just trying to force this garbage
3: narrative down our throat. But where did you play D1 ball? Central Connecticut State. That's D1, wow. Yeah. Be- so, I mean, it's the black and white flashback. Remember, guys, I'm in my 40s. So, what position? guard. Guard. Right, now, oh, you
1: you, you were throwing some people around then. I mean, I tried the best. Big I East
3: could. was the Big East. Yeah. It was, the, it was the NEC when I was there. But I think at least their basketball, I think, has moved into regular, like, BCS. But I don't know about football. I've kind of I've kind of detached from sports. We've talked about it on the show. I mean, yeah, there's just a lot. I mean, I live in a house with a family. There's just a lot of propaganda being thrown out there through sports, and I don't want to expose my kids to it. You know, uh my son was, like, literally scared of all the violence and stuff he saw on TV. You know, cops getting mortared and bricks thrown at him and lasers. Like, he, he had some emotional, you know, uh, stuff going on where he was, like, he was scared of Black Lives Matter. He he really would. He would, he would ask me all the time if they were going to come to our house. So when I saw that. And you're like, I hope they do. Right? Well.
0: Daddy's got the bang stick ready to go.
3: True story. But, I mean, like, <laughs> the dad in me says, like, any kind of extra exposure – Or glorification of that bullshit is just not going to be tolerated when that's the initial effect. So, and and like we explained to him that literally Black Lives Matter, but the movement, the organization.
0: 100%.
3: And and the $2.7 billion in damage they did while they burnt 600 cities to the ground over the past nine months. Go fuck yourself. Take your Nobel, Nobel Prize and shove it up your ass. Yep. Sideways.
1: It's, it, that's honestly disgusting and heartbreaking. Right. Because it, it I, I grew up 20 minutes from Manhattan, and when 9-11 happened, sports was the thing that brought everybody together. Yeah, like, we
3: talked about that. Rudy in the baseball jacket thrown out of the pitch. Or George Bush it, in the baseball okay. jacket thrown out of the pitch. With the American flags. Like Even just thinking about him running out with the American
1: I got chills. Just thinking about that moment. Yep. And it was something that brought the country together. And now, like sports have always been a huge, huge part of my life. I was a professional MMA fighter, right. um, and always, always into sports. That's all I've ever known. And yeah, me too. I'd be lying to you if I said to you I don't miss watching it. Like the Super Bowl is coming up. Uh, the, the fact that I even know who's playing in it is is amazing. But I, I, I don't know anything that's going on. Like I, someone said, that Antonio Brown's. I'm like Antonio Brown's is on 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 one of these teams. Which team is Antonio Brown on? Uh, who picked his ass up? Yeah. Like, I had no.
3: Who no, bailed no, no. his ass out of jail? You mean?
1: Yeah, like I had no idea, and I have no interest. Like the only Not, thing that I still watch is UFC. Yes, you know, Dana with
3: his big dick still putting on on events.
0: He's a huge um, Trump supporter. Yeah, and okay, he also doesn't give a shit about what anybody says. Well,
3: he's one of Trump's friends. I mean, I wouldn't call him a supporter. They have a really good. I think it's more than a professional relationship. <coughs> so yeah. Oh well,
1: when when UFC was bought by by Dana and the Fratellis um the no this was when John McCain was on his rampage this is human cockfighting and every state yep. was banning this sport and until recently New York just lifted that ban that John McCain got instated yep. um but Don Don was the only person that would give him a venue and he brought him over to Trump Tower in New Jersey and Atlantic City and attended all the events and was a big supporter of the USC early on and this is when they were barely getting you know a million dollar million you know a million dollars in revenue like yep. they were nothing and Don took the shot and believed in Dana,
0: and they they set the precipice for opening poor sports back up. Like yep. they didn't skip a beat, you no, know. They, they missed a couple they, events, got pushed back, and things got rescheduled. But Dana was clear from day one: like they're we're not like, letting we, this We've been stop. doing this shit on yeah. the
3: black market in third world countries. Yeah, we've we been fighting under on, the sun. Yeah, for the we've time. been
0: fighting on Indian reservations, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unsanctioned we're fights. We don't. <laughs> we're just gonna
1: buy an island. <laughs> like you yep. guys won't let us fight. We're buying an island. Yeah. We're gonna, somewhere like i don't care and then every uh, state
0: saw that and they're like actually you know what we, well you can have a fight here because they saw the money that they're still
1: making they saw uh, us. this is a form of distraction because now people everything that's going on everybody's focused on this kim Kardashian action and the super bowl yeah are you the, gonna say desperate housewives
3: correct. nick always brings up desperate housewives i don't know if you secretly DVRs i don't think, it or.
0: yeah that's probably not even on the air anymore i just remember that that was like always like he's, that before reality TV was huge. Like that's what people binge watch.
3: I I always say he's a boomer trapped in a young man's body. I'm like
0: a sixty year old farmer trapped in like a twenty eight.
2: It's that that's that's tough. It's tough to be like a sixty year old farmer trapped in fucking twenty twenty. I'm Come like on. a like Grand Popcorn. Torino
0: remake. Yeah,
2: but not racist. Right. Minus the
0: <laughs> minus the derogatory awful, <laughs> the derogatory stuff. comments.
3: But you know what? Donnie, getting back to him, I don't think we've talked about him enough. You know, no. it's one of those things like this is something that we've never seen before. And, and a lot of people don't understand, but you two guys will relate. Donald Trump was a regional father figure forever in the Northeast, especially in the tri-state area. Yes. Like his ups and downs, his wives and girlfriends, his divorces and marriages, all of his kids – it's like, mm-hmm. if you lived in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, like, in that area, you lived... His life was, like, always on TV no matter what. You know, acts of terrorism, uh, all of the international wars we were in, and, like, the stock market crashing would be kind of all of the news that would... I don't want to say it, but Trump, Trump. Besides mm-hmm. that, whatever he had going on was always on the fucking news there. I mean, he was run around doing Oprah, doing Larry King, doing Imus... And, and just banging out interviews all the time and, and a lot of people don't realize like they see those grainy videos from the 80s from oprah and from like you know cnn when larry king had him on a bunch of times where he, where he would give like political insight he's always been that way he's always yeah. felt like this country was getting fucked he always yeah. felt like he wasn't able to do the things that he wanted to do in new york and for all of his businesses and that a lot of his businesses that didn't do well is because of non-immigrant visas they were because of i mean even you guys know the the bad blood between him and jerry nadler
1: no what what what, what is
3: it yeah exactly poopy, poopy pants Pansler? mcpenguin <laughs> dude so jerry nadler wound up getting his name thrown onto a ballot because somebody died when he was running for office oh, Nadler, yeah, yeah. Did, he didn't make the cut and then Donald Trump wanted to do a complete redoing of part of the harbor over there in New York. And we're talking about hotels, and everything under the sun. Plus, there was a whole yep. bunch of trade shit going on. Jerry Nadler killed that shit by saying there had to be so many fucking low-income housing apartments mixed into that area. And, and Donald Trump would, why would you do that? You'd be turning it into, like, what the rest of fucking New York is. It's, like, the most beautiful city in the world that you keep, like, inserting shit into and making it worse – and, and Trump never wound up getting to build it, and that's where, like, their bad blood fucking started. But since that time, he's basically called him a fat fucking piece of shit on every opportunity he's could to all private people, probably lobbyist money that he's lo- He's screwed him over the entire time, and that's where, that's where it started. So he was someone that should never be in government. Now he's just a career ghoul of the swamp. He shits his pants. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely shits his pants. <laughs> But it's, like, one of those things. It's, like, you see all of this stuff going on, and it's, like, you know, how could they hate him so much? But then you know how. And, and then you see all of these people like Nancy Pelosi's husband. He's a hedge fund guy. Donald Trump's going to be fighting with those people his entire fucking business career because those are the people that are fucking up his businesses. You know, manipulating the stock markets and, and stuff that he's in there. and and. It, like the the way that they do it is they just have somebody go on that's a professional certified douchebag to say, well this company's got all this shit going on, and then next thing you know it tanks, and they've done it to Donald Trump dozens of times over the years, but he's always bounced back. So now,
1: this is this is why with Donald, I think there's something else going on because like you said with that that was that story was in the art of the deal, correct? I yes. Think that story very natural wasn't. I remember reading that. Yeah. Yep.
3: Um, and I believe – I've left parts out. That's like the meat and potatoes of it. But yeah. I mean he's someone that should have never been in, in in, Washington period, made his name going up against a big name like Trump, stopping him, and then just kind of parlaying it into the enormous piece of shit he is now.
1: So he's – he never Don, – Donnie never gives up on anything. Ever. If you part of the deal, which was written in 1984, he was always – Maneuvering ways to get his outcome that you'd never think of doing, and
2: he was always ten steps ahead yep. in everything that he did. Well, yeah, you're right. This in in the art of war, which the art of the deal is is based on, right? You, you have to have the battle won before you even enter it. Before yep. you even begin to fight, you need to. It needs to be won.
1: So and fast. I think this
2: battle is won already. I really. I do. So
1: fast forward to now to tw- to after the election. The one thing that I have the hardest time believing is that Donald J. Trump is going to walk away from this like the biggest bitch of all time.
3: Right, the biggest L you could ever imagine. This isn't Trump Stakes. (laughs) This isn't Trump University. This isn't the fucking Taj Mahal, which was my favorite fucking place to go for Easter. This is the fucking president of the greatest republic in the fucking free world. No,
1: this
3: is the republic.
1: This isn't even... The, the presidency. This is the the actual full republic. Mm. If he walks away from this, right. I just have the hardest time believing that he had all the evidence. He knew who all the players were. He had the power to expose all the evidence, and then he just walks away and says,
3: oh, "Punchless, punchless." Good
1: luck. good luck. I hope he doesn't overturn all the great things that I did. I right. hope, you know, we're never going to be a socialist nation. So I hope these socialists don't do any socialist stuff. Hmm. Uh, and I'm just gonna go play golf and, you know, bang my supermodel wife and live out the remaining years. Like, I have the hardest time believing advocate. that. Like, forget about all the other evidence. Forget about all the other anomalies that are going on. Like, put that aside. Just Donald Trump is a human being. I have studied him well before he became the president because I've always been an entrepreneur. I always realized that real estate was a, a, a breadwinner and it was a tried and true way to build and sustain wealth. And I've always seen him as one of the greatest real estate moguls in American history. And Probably the greatest. Always,
0: yeah.
1: Huh? Probably
0: the greatest.
1: Yeah, he's definitely up there. He's definitely up there. Just based off mobile, longevity whoa, whoa. alone.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: His his father gave him millions of dollars. I'm like, okay, cool. Go take millions of dollars and turn it into billions. Good right. luck. Yeah, like, exactly. It's the, athletes and, and lottery winners go broke with only a couple years after they their their, their, their water faucet is shut off. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And they don't become millionaires and um donnie walking away like this i just can't see that being a reality like there's no way you could tell me that he's just gonna be like ah you know what fuck this guys we lost
3: right he's
1: never yet conceded ever he's never
3: even
2: fucking said his name not once not once nothing he said would lead would lead me to believe that there isn't still something happening. Because if there truly was nothing happening, it would be Trump's obligation to say to his people, look, we gave it a good run. It was unfair what happened. But we lost. And it's over. You know, nothing's happening. We're not like, you know, just like, let it go. Let's come together. He didn't say anything even close to that.
3: Not even remotely. No, it's been absolute quiet defiance the entire time. I mean, Mm -hmm. he did did go down to Georgia and fucking—everybody said he was going down there for those two pieces of shit on the Republican side they put up. Those two empty suits, the one communist. Yeah. They were just absolute terrible. Yeah, the communist and the uh, career politician. Um, But, I mean, he went down there, and he couldn't even let them get two words in because the thousands of people that showed up were screaming, Stop the Steal. The entire time that both of them were trying to talk. And the rest of the time that he gave that speech after he said, yeah, they're great, you know, let's go out there. And Nobody th- and was there for them, too. Nobody gave a fucking shit. He railed on everybody, and that was pretty much the last time. And, and, and since then, he's been quiet and very stoic. And it looks like, you know, mm-hmm. moves are happening, but it's just... And, and people say, it's like, oh, no, it's because you like them, or, oh, no, you just got to fucking let it go, or, like, you know, that. that's not it. It's like, that all, it's, like you said, everything doesn't make fucking sense. The Air Force One, the Marine One, the no public speakings, the only signing EOs, the going to visit Walter Reed, you know, Costco uh, receiving dock, And, and <laughs> all the way up to Donnie never mentioning his fucking name, never mentioning concessions. Let's see what happens. We're going to do fact it, but that, I'm not
1: ready well, to well, say it yet.
3: Stuff.
1: Right. The fact that the logo is referred to as the Winter White House. Sure is. And
2: it
1: has a skiff and it has three bomb shelters. Like yeah.
2: These things are just, I mean... Dude, even with Trump aside and, and all of these blatantly obvious factors, it boils down to the people really just never got a fair look into what happened. Right. And that's all we were asking for this entire time. Like we've said a few times on the show, as much as it would make me sick, if, if we were certain of the outcome of this election and Biden really 100% verified got 81 million votes, then you know what? Unfortunately, I got to deal with it. Yeah. But we never even got like a second glance. Like nobody even humored us in the slightest. And they, oh, no, yeah, well, yeah, maybe there were some irregularities, but Biden really won and you just got to shut the fuck up and we're just going to all move along and unity. And now let's impeach a, a a past president. Let's right. a private citizen. Well they, well, they
3: have that... I mean, he's self-proclaimed, but his IQ's well north of 210. Guy who said it was mathematically impossible that Joe Biden won the election. They basically laid out all the fucking stats. It's just like... He's like... Even before you get into all the voter fraud stuff, which you can completely make an argument and win in regards to Donald Trump not losing this election, he goes, 2008, that was Barry's first time, right? That's the first time he ran? 2008? So what do you get? 68 million votes? Yep. The total eligible voter electorate since then, plus twelve million. Okay? And you're telling me. So Joe Biden's on that ticket. And now all these years later, 12 years later, Donald Trump goes from 63, 64 to what, 74, 75 million? And then Joe Biden yep. goes from 68 million on the ticket to 80 million. Now you're talking about there's like 44 million voters in there when there's only like 12 million voters that are eligible to vote in between that. Like the there's numbers just per- don't make sense
1: at all. There's more voters than registered. There's more votes than registered voters in the country. It makes no sense. And you're telling me at the same time Donnie got the most uh, minority vote for any GOP candidate in over 60 years. Like all of those things are you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning and winning the lottery in the same day then those things happen.
3: Yeah, he he doubled and tripled every sub-demographic across the board, from blacks and Asians all the way down to the trannies. Doubled and tripled the sub-demographics from last election to this election. Won all of the border states, eighteen of nineteen bellwether counties, three of three bellwether states, you know, all of the states that you have to win to get in the presidency. Had Florida call, yeah. Florida was what Biden plus seventeen Florida, or fucking whatever. Yeah, and Ohio. That was another one that was almost double digits. And they were both called by nine p.m. No Dominion voting and fucking structured updated voter rolls in both states with decent governors.
2: It's just that's fucking- why when this all comes out, when the hammer really drops, when when everyone's anger has subsided now right. because Biden's been in office for weeks, months, who knows how long this winds up taking when this voter fraud is at, is actually exposed to all of the people, I think it'll be that much more readily accepted. And I think that maybe they even forced, not to get too conspiracy, I think they forced Biden to be the nominee for the Democratic ticket because you could argue that he probably was the worst person on that on those debate stages. Well, besides and, Kamala and, Harris, who fucking yeah. got out before her own state. So, okay, so the two worst, let's put the two worst together. So this way, the fraud has to be the largest possible. So when it comes to being exposed, there's just so much evidence. There's mountains. And they were able to see it in all different areas. So I really think once the hammer drops, and everyone will know When that happens, we won't be like, oh, was that it? Yeah, because, I
3: mean, the auto-win argument for anything that anybody says in regards to this election was a referendum on Donald Trump and all the shit that he – wrong. When you just go through every single one of the stats, and I'm sure there's ones that both of us, all four of us are forgetting in addition to the ones that we've already stated, everything that that happened in regards to the total electorate that he got and from the demographic states – uh, you know, counties that he's pulled from in areas like the border towns and stuff like that. It completely blows away the narrative that this was a referendum on him. It certainly was not. It was a justification of his domestic policies and international policies, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the areas of the country that voted for him and why support that on like a massive scale.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's crazy to me that people like, I don't know about you guys, but going up to the election the I, and i, I know Ant felt the same way i was like there's no way they're going to allow this guy to be the nominee like he's just a placeholder like he has to be like Empty no suit. one
3: can be stu-
2: stupid enough to vote for this guy like right. i can't even make sense it makes no sense it made no, that's why i was convinced that big mike was going to swoop in at any moment and well. you know, <laughs> yeah, and just fucking and save the ticket yeah
3: i mean you would have been able to justify it's, it's, it so much more. more yeah cuz you could have just said yeah. big big Mike's. you know he's america's darling and, and that's that's what really propelled Joe to the White House. It wasn't. It was just that yeah. large meat.
1: I, I felt I felt they had a better shot, in, even in in sh- jamming that devil woman herself, Hillary Clinton, hill dog, in there than Joe Biden. Like, is she still around? Is she still around? I know she's
0: the one talking well, in the earpiece, well,
1: just, probably. <laughs> even though she got a lot shorter, her face got a lot fatter. Um, yeah, I'm
3: pretty. She, that was her clone at the inauguration. Am I not? Am I correct? Yeah
1: a clone or a double right. or something No, oh, so for a fact she's got body doubles like she's taking yeah. photos with her body Like this is 100% fact her body double's got a
3: twitter account her body <laughs> double yeah. has a twitter account and I fucking don't yeah
1: bro. they kicked me off facebook so I'm right there with you oh, I can't God. even get
3: a facebook I don't even use um, my personal facebook for shit posting because I have so many memories on there I feel you. Like I could never huh. lose that <laughs> so I got pictures of my kids I don't even have actual pictures of so. Yeah, I, I,
1: I, I lost all these photos and everything. I had my Facebook since 2007. All these memories gone. Wiped that- off the face of the earth that I don't have access to.
3: I wish these assholes had a call center I'd be calling 24-7. Every time they hung up on me, i just fucking call right back. Give my account back, you fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> they,
1: give they want me to give my ID to uh, uh, even just appeal. Oof. I'm like, yeah, so, th- so then you could just take anything that I said from years and years ago and say, oh, this is you that said it, and try to charge me like they're doing with that guy and in, in it with the meme right or, or
3: or then they could just give it to fucking amazon and instagram and everywhere else that you're fucking all the podcasting services that you have in any kind of you know way that your information on your id hits an algorithm it's gone because mm-hmm. because that's how i lost my twitters i never shit posted on twitter i i've done one shit post in two years and it was to aoc but it was two years ago it never got a warning for anybody from it you know it, it didn't Garner a lot of applause at my job. But she was talking shit directly about my work, so I went back and fucking called her human garbage and a couple other things. But, you know, likes and retweets of verified accounts. Nothing too crazy, you know, this, that, or the other thing. Never inciting violence or anything. Fucking main account nuked, two backups nuked. Got a VPN from a third party with a different email address. Like go to like the first person, Elon Musk. Like it, boom, white screen. <laughs> they're like, what are you doing? They're like, don't you know by right now I can actually like, see you through the fucking phone? Like we know it's you uploading this fucking account. They're at the like, time. we
0: have a fixed wing aircraft above your house. We right. see you yeah. <laughs> switching phones. Those <laughs> are bees outside, asshole. It's a drone. Stop making Twitter <laughs> accounts. It's,
3: a, it's
1: a, like Maria would say, it's a bird that's hanging on your uh, cell exactly. phone wire.
2: I mean, do you, are you guys have the same problem? Like, you're, you scroll on Instagram, and I have no idea who I'm following anymore because I'm on, like, their seventh and ninth backup account. Oh, no, yeah. Not, and you
0: don't even recognize Not only that,
2: but we got a shadow ban right now that's so bad. I'll scroll, scroll through, like, 10, 12 pictures, and
3: then the same pictures start coming up again. Like, the yeah. same fucking accounts. And we used to get, like, hundreds of views on our story, and now it's down to, like, dude, if I hit 50, I'm like, eh, I guess it was a decent meme I made. You know, it's just terrible. But our... But our followership has gone up thousands and we're just yeah we're not getting it out there
1: it's really weird our main account which we're almost at 25k it's virtually useless like it, it might as well be gone because the analytics on that account are atrocious like no one sees our stuff our third backup is almost catching up it's surpassed our second backup <laughs> and up our main account because our other two accounts are so shadow banned it's unbelievable. I don't know. I, I don't know how we've been able to skate with our third. Maybe because my third backup, I converted my weed account to uh, Patriot account. There you and, go. And, and <laughs> back <to> our third W P say with the underscore. You scroll all the way to the bottom. It's just a bunch of pictures of weed and me smoking. Uh, well, like, not only
3: that, <laughs> but when you look at your followers, you get all the way down to the bottom of your guys' followers. And the last couple hundred followers are all like dispensaries. I was like. <laughs> <damn>. <laughs>
1: It's so wild, but I think that's why I was able because like they registered that account as a weed account, and it's like most conser- conservatives don't want to legalize marijuana, um, so they must they must still think that it's a it's a it's a weed account. So I'm skating and I'm I'm getting good at analytics on that account. But well, our other two accounts are virtually useless; like, need, they might as well just be gone.
3: We need to make Kamala Harris's stepdaughter the profile picture for our account. We oh, will yeah. we will hit hundred k. You might have to
1: make another account because your act, that yeah. account is already hit. Yep. So you got to start a whole new account. Do a couple like weeks of just pictures of her modeling, and then all uh, of a sudden start just uh, dropping bombs on people. Right. That might
0: work. Yeah. Plot twist, bitches. <laughs> plot, plot, plot
1: twist. Here you go. Well, that's I. I but then again, I don't. I don't know how that works because I maybe because to, Tommy G. I, I. I'm friends with him right. outside of this community. And he was always big into gambling, and he's uh, had a, shows on XM Radio and uh, done tons and tons of work in sports sports betting. And he's one of the most censored people there is. Yeah. Like, he can't even have a Discord. He can't even have – like, it's crazy how censored he is. So oh, I, he I've, was doing sports I, betting.
3: I've been a member of a Nuke Discord, but it was like the spicy, spicy meme page where I'd open it up sometimes. <laughs> and I'd be like, nope. not gonna. <laughs> I don't want anybody to screenshot that shit. And then my comment's right underneath that. Freaking picture right there! Absolutely not. Self-incriminating. So, yeah, it was, it was terrible. And then like, I told some people, and they're like, "You mean you mean Discord like the video game shit?" And I was like, well, "Well, yeah, kind of." You know, and they're like, "How the fuck did you get that, nuked? I was like, "I don't know." They didn't permanently suspend my account like they did for a lot of people in there because we've moved over to Telegram. But uh, you know, it's just because I came in this game as a shit poster. I've always been a patriot. You know, my dad, he he was a vet. Not full career, but he served eight years. My grandpa was a vet, both sides. You know, I I grew up loving this country, loving the flag, being a man. And and I after school, I went and played sports, so I, I didn't get into the military. And then, you know, started my career right after that. And, and it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know, these people are just absolutely ridiculous with this stuff. And, and it's just like, you become, it's, it's like the new racist is, is nationalist. So, it, yeah. I mean, that was the Dems' playbook 101 for for years you know racist the spongebob thing opened it up and, and it's just like you know for every time a republican's about to win an argument and it's just like racist yeah and, and now it's nationalist which, which is which is you know so close to blurring the line with terrorist and, and shifts patriot act 2.0 is coming back yep. you know that's going to be up for uh and you got merrick Garland who. Uh, you know, everybody knows he's a piece of shit, but if you go back and dissect some of his previous casework, he is not easy on terrorists. And, and we're talking about the real ones. Like, he, the people that are at Guantanamo Bay who they say, like, okay, we scooped these guys up in some fucking black ops. They stayed in, like, a coffin for four years, and then we dumped them here so they could play soccer for the rest of their lives. They're really not involved in anything. We need to release them. And he's like, you're saying this kind of people connected with 9-11... The middle stuff's kind of blurry. They're going to stay there forever. And I mean, he's literally weighed in on, on people that should be released from places like Guantanamo and other other supermax prisons like that. It's like, no, nah, they're going to stay. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of see where this thing is going once that guy gets con- confirmed as the, as the attorney general because I don't, I don't think in regards to, like, we've seen some big-time censorship like we've never seen on any platform in the history of the world. Well, Ever. yeah, maybe pre-World War Two Europe, but that was like... <laughs> literal censoring of the humankind, not like...
0: It's like murdering people. For right, stuff of
3: that nature, but I mean, like, if this guy gets in and it his his stance on terrorism, and they start getting some literal, like, Patriot Act 2.0 shit in there, where, you know, if you post about election results, you're now considered a domestic terrorist, because yeah. you're maybe infringing on the results of future elections, and, uh, like, the meme guy, and, and I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it gets fucking scary, but... I mean, you're in this fight to win it. Like, I started out just being a fucking meme guy. Memes of all shapes and sizes, but D- Donald Trump, he reinvigorated me back in 2015. I mean, I, sp- I spread that Donald Trump with the fucking gun outside of the limo, get in, pussy, we're making America great again, thousands of times. Like, it was every comment section for the entire before the, pr- <laughs> up to the primary. And then it just evolved into like, I mean, you've seen some of my stuff I've got pretty good with. Photoshop. Pretty, pretty and, good. Yeah, but it's it's developed and grown over time. Like memes only got to a certain point. Like you you see, now it's like the redditors, the meme lords, the shit posters. They came together over the last couple of weeks and made a big difference.
0: Yeah, a huge difference. So I
3: mean, I mean, when we were about to do stop the steal, before January sixth happened, I made the uh, Lord of the Rings meme, where the guy's like, Hey, I never thought I'd, I'd be fighting along. Uh, whatever. Yeah. You know, you've seen that one. Yeah. And it's like. The, the first panel is the guy. It's like, hey, I never thought I'd be fighting alongside a boomer because we had the 1.5 million member <laughs> Joe Biden is not my president fucking boomer group. Like, where did that come from? And, and it's like, do you mean a friend? And it's like, I... But the first guy was a boomer. The second guy was a shit poster. It's like, all we've done is made fun of you guys for the last forever. You know, I have so many OK boomer memes. And then the next thing you know, we're fighting right alongside of them. And then shit went sideways. For you guys more particularly... I mean, you guys are some of the biggest, uh, you know, Annan's going right now on, on online, and, and I know you guys unplugged. We we talked about it, the, some of the censorship stuff that happened to you guys, and then after January 6th, you guys kind of unplugged to recharge for a week. We went and pushed ahead with a, I would say, a, probably like a 6.3 out of 10 show for us. I mean, we, we, we had to kind of result to dick and fart jokes to get through that thing.
0: Yeah, it was sad.
3: But, uh, you, you know, it's one of those things to where, you guys come from such a broad and diverse and large numbers wise community. Where, where do you really see? I know you guys have tied in on your shows. To get obsessed on dates and events
2: is just not the way that this game is played.
0: Yeah.
2: End of and the day. Every time I do that. I get, I, I disappoint myself. And everything that I learned from you know the last year or so, yep. not get hung up on dates. Yeah. And then I was so hung up on the 20th because I was convinced that it was going to happen in a certain way. And uh, everyone knows that it completely did not. Um, so I don't know why I, in my mind I thought, all right, well, it wasn't good to, to obsess or, or to focus on dates in the past several months, but this time it's fine. So I didn't learn my own lesson.
3: Yeah, or even the past several years. Like we've seen so many deltas come true. I even made the joke when I had Law of One on about a month ago you know, when Pence got the challenge coin from the secret service agent in the Capitol later that night, it was literally like a 3000 year Delta from when Judas got it from the high council, you know, after they went and, and snatched up Jesus, it, you, you, I, I, I tried to explain to her, I always would think in my head, following the Bible and scripture, you know, just throughout my own life. Like even just, if you watch passion of the Christ, you're like, yeah, I kind of see what Mel Gibson did there, but I wonder what it looked like in real, real life. And, and that was like a real life instance of like something that happened that they said you would see again in the end times and it happened like right before our eyes he betrayed you know you know the, the leader of the republic and then took his his silver for for the accent that he did and i was just like wow it was just one of those
1: and, yeah. and it's, it's crazy how deltas work because a lot of the times you have no idea that they're deltas until after the fact like, exactly you don't even think about it and then all of a sudden it happens and you're like whoa this yeah. is eerily accurate, like this sure is true past, so... Yep. Yeah, exactly, future does really prove past and it happens over and over again, like we were talking about John McCain earlier because Dan Crenshaw is John McCain with an eye patch. Sure is.
3: <laughs> Fucking shifty bastard. Um, but, uh, and the sad part is he can kill all four of us at the exact same time.
0: Not if you come from the left side. No,
3: that's true. I mean, <laughs> James is an MMA fighter and we, we both probably have a tactic or two left in, it, in us, so... Yeah.
1: As long as, as long as we're throwing with fisticuffs like men, um, we're, we're in good Fuck hands. Fuck that. Go for the good eye. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Take them um,
1: out. Yeah, you don't bring fists to a gunfight. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, you have deltas like that down to the very minute where we were told month, a month down to the day when John McCain was going to be announced dead. And it was down to the minute. And it happened. We
2: were like, holy shit. Like, how oh, did something like this happen? I mean, some dates that you can focus on is February 9th, because we know that Trump's impeachment trial in the Senate is February 9th. So right. So that's an official date. It's been announced. And so I'm not saying that on that date everything is going to change and, you know, we're going to be exactly where we want to be. But that is definitely a date to watch out for right. and there will be definite happenings. I'm hoping that a lot of evidence gets interjected and that is the beginning of justice actually being done. Um, I don't know if that will be the case. And then, you know, there's a lot of people talking about March 4th, and that's the date that presidents used to get uh, inaugurated, but...
3: That's the payout date I, for I, Vegas. Did you guys know that? I, you should know, right?
1: Some some people, some, some casinos actually paid out in Vegas. Did they? Uh, I know. But I some know. are holding out for March 4th, right? <laughs> some are holding out for March 4th. But, you know, with the inauguration, I think what's going to... Not the inauguration, the impeachment... Process, what I think really is going to happen is it's just going to be injecting evidence to the masses. I don't like at this point, I have zero faith in the legal system and the DOJ
3: doing anything, like, or any of our intelligence agencies. I have no
1: faith in any of that. So, I really think uh, it's just going to be to show America what, what happened and what's really going on. And they will because look at what they're doing with the, the guy with the meme. They're trying to throw ten years at him, and they're giving Kevin Kleinschmidt, who's proven to change and alter an email that allowed them to spy on the president Proby. of the United States to
2: a three-star general. Yep. They're giving him probation. This kind of committed. Yeah, but you know, why does someone normally get probation after they commit, you know, a crime, or why do they normally get a lower sentence? Well, when, when, you, when
1: you compare that, I always go back to okay, Alice Mac, who is the Nexium. She cut a deal, but she's still facing upwards of 40 years, yeah. rather than rather than what Keith Raniere got. Probation is for treason; it just doesn't compute. Like this guy literally committed
2: treason, and he's getting. But he wasn't being charged with treason. He, he was being charged with altering email and, you know, knowingly adding false. Information, so he wasn't being charged with treason. No, no one who's being going to be charged with treason is going to get off with fucking probation. That's not. Well, no,
3: and that treason is one of the hardest things to charge somebody with. It's been so few and far between, and a really long time since it's happened. You know, it's like one of the. I've seen a lot of political analysts and a lot of constitutional lawyers talk about. There, there are a lot of severe crimes that people could even get, you know, <clears throat> life in prison, death penalties and stuff for in regards to all of this stuff. But, but treason is just like – and it's something that only could be done before a military tribunal. So it's it's one of those things to where, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty big when it happens,
2: I, I think. I think uh, well, this was one a long time ago. And, I mean, anyone who has been paying any sort of attention has heard or knows that there's upwards of 200,000 sealed indictments, right? Yep. And so we've been hearing about these for so long and so long. And I think these indictments are sealed and they're and they're being used as leverage to get people to act in certain ways and do what we want them to do, so to speak.
3: Do you think that the letters at the Bush senior funeral were indictments or maybe like reminders of like, hey, you've been living it pretty nice for the last couple of years, but just remember I got this big fat fucking indictment for your ass coming eventually.
2: I think they were explained as the i guess you if you want to call them the white hats promise to counter yeah yes yeah. so i think
1: george hw was a major player in this cabal if you'd uh, say
3: oh yeah, uh, yeah absolutely
1: pop, uh, yeah. i think he was a very i think he was like the middleman for these lower players to the actual shot callers uh, based on his career yep. in intelligence and based on and how he literally couldn't win any elections and they forced him down American people's throats by giving him positions. and uh, People, people forget, him. like,
3: there are so many prominent political figures that have been connected to the intelligence community. Like, everybody talks shit, and believe me, I'm not a supporter of, I can honestly give a fuck about, Vladimir Putin. But when you talk about how many people in, in our government mirror that guy's career, probably minus the creation of mass graves and killings, but who knows? You know, but, but I mean, just like... Where they were, their jobs, their connections, and that those connections never go away, and that the oaths that they take to uphold certain things and to, to do certain things, the accesses that they have and the clearances that they have, regardless of what they do in, in public work moving forward or if they move into politics, those things don't go away. So it's like when you have someone who's so intertwined in the CIA, you know, just come around and Become this unelectable politician. It's like they recreated him, but forgot about all the shit that he was connected to, you know, back when he had his real job.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like when when Project Mockingbird uh, was exposed, we like people think that's a conspiracy. It's very real. It's super real. Um,
3: they ha- it's, they have great a- videos of that on YouTube. It's hilarious. Yeah, but 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 they
1: you know the fact checkers have come on and say it's not real, and the masses it's think. Not- it's- they think it's some makeup make-believe nonsense that they put in Marvel movies, <laughs> and uh, but it was it was something that was very very real. George Bush was the person who was the head of the CIA when they got caught. He was like, "Oh well, we're no longer going to pay them to uh, put our narrative out there. Narrative out there. They're they're going to volunteer for us."
2: Right. That well, was it. mandatory.
1: Yeah, yeah, but vo- <laughs> but it's voluntarily mandatory. Exactly. Like. This guy has been involved and tied to so many things, going back to the, the JFK assassination. Yep. Like it, you know, that was one of my first rabbit holes after 9-11 was the JFK assassination because that's what everybody talked about and it was such an easy rabbit hole to go down, yeah. which led secret to Secret societies, which led me to pedophilia, to the Satanism and all that crazy nonsense. But he was tied all the way back to then and everything that, everything that he has done in the political Sphere was forced on the American people. Like the GOP forced Reagan to take him as the VP. Like he had no choice. And then he went in. He was like almost a placeholder for uh, the president in the '90s. Like he was literally just there to hold over for their next guy. And and I think, in my opinion, my theory is Hillary was really the president when Bill was there, and he was just there to stick cigars and women snatches and, and be a womanizer like she's a big bulldog you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to tell me otherwise like, yeah
3: scissors with the best of them oh, God. <laughs> oh scissor me timbers oh, God. i didn't know if we were gonna get any i didn't know if we were gonna get any of them in here this week but we found we did <laughs> so i don't yes, know how many times you said that, retard without that, playing the alex you know, jones but i know those,
1: those, pads, those pads i'm sold sold so, we need to get it. We, we're, we're going back and then yep <laughs> that's amazing i heard that in your last episode and i was like oh <laughs> drop that <bottle." laughs> that's great we're, but,
3: we're, uh, go ahead no i'm just saying like get, getting back to what we were all talking about and like so many people waking up uh so many people starting to see a lot of the the truth that's being exposed My question for you guys is, and I've kind of wrapped my brain around it, I feel like between people who are like career moderates and all the way to the right, just in politics, you're not talking no conspiracy theories, you're not talking about any trusting the plans, just those guys. And then you take all the guys who are the strong, conservative, the nationalist guys, not talking white nationalists, I'm not talking domestic terrorism, I'm talking about... The Patriots. And then you have all the anons who come from so many different demographics. Now let's be honest, there are not all all the all the anons out there worldwide who just go, they fact find, they truth seek, they expose light. They're not all Republican voters. Especially the ones here. Getting this shit fixed, and and and, and I know the the retard argument is that. Well, it was rigged every time, so it's going to be rigged every time. It doesn't matter how many people you get, you'll never beat them. I don't believe that. I, I think moving forward, Donald Trump is coming back in one context or the other, whether it's after the impeachment trial, whether it's after a special counsel, whether if mm-hmm. any court ever hears them, or if it's the 2024 election. I've even he- been hearing people say, like, you guys might have mentioned it, it. It's He runs in Florida, wins Speaker of the House. They produce articles of impeachment, and then he becomes,
2: like, you know— the president it's that nice, way it, it sounds nice and and it sounds like the way it should go right i think that's still of a mentality of being slightly asleep maybe you're not completely asleep but you're probably like kind of just coming out of it but the system is broken yeah the system needs to completely be torn down and if you're not on their ticket if they do not want you to win you will not win right in the way that it is now and i think that everything that is happening now everything that's happened let's just say from november 3rd until up until now has been about waking up the american people because the public is the most powerful force in this entire country yep. as proven by the events of GameStop this week. GameStops was lit if the people <laughs> are not awakened, if the people are not behind what the events that are about to transpire, it does not work. No. And all for nothing. They'll be bulldozed up in it. So I
1: think 2022 2024, I think that's like fairy tale stuff. Right? Yeah. I don't know how anybody can trust any of this. Like I've been saying for years, like you saying, the the argument that it's been rigged forever is true. When they have George Bush and John Kerry running against each other who are both skull and bonesmen who live by the motto of supporting each other's brother in any way possible, even above their family, um, the entire thing was rigged. And like Anthony said, I think this was to show the American public that it is rigged. And that's why I think there is good there's patriots that are involved in this game stonk situation yeah because you have to expose the entire system you can't just expose the political atmosphere because we've known that wall street is rigged that they've been doing the exact same thing that these people on wall street bets did against them like they've been doing for years pumping and dumping stocks forever so i really have no faith in 2022 or 2024 i really think you have to blow up the entire system Because what we saw with the election rigging, again, that big word is treason. Like, if you're the baseboard, the foundation of our free and fair republic is a free and fair election. And that's how our voices get heard by voting our representatives in. True story. If If that is destroyed, there is no free and fair republic. And how can you ever, after watching the events unfold to the fact that we're boarding up windows and kicking out poll watchers, down to the Italian affidavits, like all of those major bombshells. How can you ever, ever again trust an election process? Right. And now with the first bill that they're passing, try to trying to make that legal going forward, like they're literally stacking the cards against us. And our co-host, our other co-host on, on We The People, Nick, right. he's still like, yo, I'm going to join politics. I'm like, bro, good luck. Yeah. I'm like, go get him at campaign manager. Good luck. Like. You're not really you're they're not going to allow you in. You're never going to be a part of the club. And I Mm -hmm. always use the example of of Donald Trump. They never let him be in the club. And you could see it. It was very clear as day. He wanted to start by an NFL team in the 80s. They wouldn't let him. So he created his own league. I'm a diehard Jets fan. I've always been a diehard Jets fan. And it sucks. It's the worst life ever. I don't wish (laughs) it on my worst enemy. But in 98 when Leon Hess died and Donnie was trying to buy the team. They wouldn't let him. Nope. Again, he's not a part of the club. Vegas, where I'm from, they, he wanted to buy a casino. Yep. They said no. That's, again, a giant boys club. He went to Atlantic City, which was up and coming. It wasn't controlled yet. So he started over there, and he built the coolest-looking hotel in Vegas, and it's wrapped in gold glass. It's like, awesome,
3: yeah. It's
1: amazing. But they never let him in this club. And you think that they're gonna, like, he's like, well, he got it in in 2016. I'm like, yeah, because they never thought the American public would show out like they did. They never thought that he'd get as much support as he did. So they they, they didn't push the algorithms and use as much ammo as they had. They weren't using the mail in ballots then. They weren't using all of the dead people they were, but not as many as they were now. Right. Like they weren't pulling out all the stops like they did in two thousand and twenty. So you cannot sit here and say to me that I, I have I can't have any faith that we're gonna win another election ever again. Like I have no faith in that it has to be done through military tribunals and people being arrested for treason, because that's what they committed is treason. And if that's the case, the whole system has to be Start over from scratch you cannot
2: what happens now needs to reverberate through several generations yep like five six seven eight maybe ten generations and that's really what I think we're on the precipice of and um, with, without this old system come crashing down the, the new system cannot cannot work right. and uh, until until that happens whatever you you believe that that looks like, Think about it. Logically. Let's, just say, let's just say
1: only a few, like a handful of people are involved, like the like, like the Nancys, the Schumer's, the Shifty Shifts, the McConnell's, um, you know, the, the the McCains with eye patches. Those people that are involved, it's still a large enough amount of people being in in our politics that are being convicted of treason that. If you just say okay let's just have another election and replace those people that were involved how long until it's corrupted again five right. years ten years a hundred years mm-hmm. it eventually will be corrupted again and we can never allow this to happen because our republic is literally at stake right now uh-huh. like there is no freedom of speech
2: right now it's dead oh it's There's not 100 dead stake. it's gone yeah. right now it's gone the very foundation the very the essence of, of what we are as a nation was ripped away from us right in front of our faces. So, the vote <clears throat> the voice of the American people was stifled and stolen. There is no greater attack. Yeah, tw- there's no greater attack on our democracy or on our republic. To me, it's the equivalent of uh, of actual hot weapons like being used on the people. Except. Rather than losing lives, we, we're losing our voice.
3: Yeah, and you know what happens once the voice is gone, Then it's, it only takes a couple really good, hard, false flags to go right after the next amendment.
2: Okay. And, then, and, then, and then you're just rolling everybody up after that.
3: You have not to mention
2: you totally wiped out all of our history. You take down all the statues. You're not teaching uh, real history in schools. You steal the voice of the people. You run the false flags. You steal the amendments. You take the guns, and before you know it, Soy fields. It, it's only it, oh, what the, the Republic of the United States is only a, a whisper of a memory. A,
3: a, a, a blip in history that will never be taught.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: Just so, like Nikola
1: Tesla.
3: Right, exactly. So, so getting back to that question, let's take elections out of this, okay? Let's, regardless of the parties, whatever, all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. How do we get, or what do you guys feel is the best method to get all of these people involved the right way because just to be out there and to be in an anon, or to be a truth seeker or or just even like shit posters and meme makers and to be fighting the good fight and holding the line but to be completely unorganized and not lined up it is just getting us nowhere right now except our accounts getting nuked i mean that's
2: literally all it's doing what? I, I mean I, I i agree with you in some ways but i mean when you see what just happened this week with GameStop, yep. that is the people organizing themselves and using economic weapons against the the system. So that's and what I, you th- that's you think a major blow.
3: You think organizations like that, w- which I supported. I, I'm not gonna lie, I heard about it a day before in one of my shitposting posting groups. I went 10 and 10 AMC and GameStop, and I'm fucking holding it. Fuck them, you know. Good. Right now it's what north of 70 billion dollars and fucking hedge funds and and short servers fuck them i hope it gets to 100 billion you know
1: i hope I hope, I hope they they get destroyed but i think that's on purpose like if you're gonna blow up the whole entire thing you gotta blow up the financial system and we know our fiat currency is garbage we know we know they're robbing us blind with our taxes in the federal reserve so you have to blow up the financial system and yeah. this is a way to do it where now it doesn't look like donald trump is involved at all and you see the media now literally trying to create terms they're calling it trumpism yep and white nationalists and, that are organizing together to take down our financials our financial system and there you have uh lee copeland who we were talking about the other day on our show he's coming on tv and he's saying that this um their people are taking their government checks and going on and this fair share system is
2: bullshit yeah. He literally said this on national television yeah you guys yeah. played
3: it on your last show
2: yeah yo now now the cat's out of the bag so now why can't people just decide all right we're all gonna be wealthy and you know what we're gonna pick this stock next then we're gonna pick this uh, asset then we're gonna pick this commodity and then the people just go around they pick the different commodities they pull their money together they drive the prices up and they they all make out like bandits just like the hedge funds and these big banks have been doing for so long yeah so to, to back to your question
1: I think the most important thing right now more than ever in in american history is we need to figure out off the grid communications yeah Be, right now we see what's going on we see that the the parlors getting deplatformed, removed from their servers like there goes that old libertarian argument well create your own platform you, you can't anymore it's gone they're never going to allow you to to to, to succeed they're going to remove you at every stop and buying and owning your own server it's, it's extremely expensive and hard to do, and it's only just, the only yeah. few, few, like people have that capability of doing something like that, but then they'll never allow you to be in the, the app stores or, or any other place that you'd have to like literally go to the dark web to, to use these these services. Yep. Uh, so that's out the window. And they're already coming after Telegram. They're already trying to remove it and and delete it, like retroactively delete it from people's phones. Oh, so they can't use that. So we have to figure out a way, like I, I, I make joke of it, but it's almost like I really should start figuring out and going hanging out with Mike Tyson up the road and figuring out how to do work with pigeons and make pigeon carriers because <laughs> we need to literally, like, that's the most important thing. If they shut down our communication, we can't organize. Right. Back in 1776, they used bars and taverns. Those are all shut down. Right. Like, you can't really normally use them like you can now. Travel is shut down. It's very, very difficult to, to have those one-on-one,
2: face-to-face conversations like you were able to back in the day. Um, so I mean, why couldn't you have a network of, say, patriots, with their own servers, and it's almost like an internet that you need to pay to access. I mean, why couldn't we do something like that? Like a
3: Patreon or a OnlyFans?
2: Yeah. Well, Maria yeah. makes
1: jokes of that, that she wants to create an OnlyFans and talk Patriot stuff and have people pay a dollar just to come and see it. Cause...
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I made I made a joke to her the other day. She, she, called, she called me out, and I said, is, is it, is it going to include feet pics? And she's like, don't make yeah. me stop talking to you. I'm just, I'm just trying to make a joke. <laughs>
1: no, it's I, the, my next door neighbor is one of the biggest OnlyFans in OnlyFans. Oh. And uh, the owner of OnlyFans, the creator of OnlyFans, comes over all. They're actually throwing a massive party tonight, which I'm hoping to get invited to by hanging outside and just casually drinking beers. Super it's spread it. A bunch of porn stars that are going to be walking around. Like, Fourth of July at my house, like if you come during one of those holidays, there'll be naked women everywhere. Like, my, my buddy came over and brought a seven-year-old son, and there's, like, 50 topless and <laughs> walking around the rooftop deck, and he's, like, looking at the fireworks in the valley, and
3: there's just titties everywhere. Oh, I'm is like, that what uh, we're calling it now? Fireworks in the valley? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I agree. I, I know Maria's and we're going to bother her a little bit about it on Wednesday, talked about, like, setting up, like, what was she saying? Like, area representatives who who meet face-to-face with people and then yeah we're we're just gonna have to see moving forward like it's something that's a, a major concern to me i just think that there's like so many i don't want to say hurtable i don't want to say manipulatable but there's just so many people who are like their eyes are opening up and they're like going towards the light but you just want to be the person that's like a voice of reason grabbing by the back of the freaking belt loop and pull back like <laughs> well i know you see it we see it too Let's do this together. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things. Like that's, I, I feel like that's the only way we're going to be successful. I mean, I know there's going to be big time strategic hits, like the start of this hedge fund thing, that just spirals into like a whole bunch of people dog piling on. But I mean, in regards to like legitimately, I don't even want to say being organized, just being on the same page. Being and just, educated. I, I think this right now, this platform right here, is the best we can do, and, and start to organize some some other ways, grass but I think you know it's something that definitely needs to have some thought thrown into it I'm, I'm waiting for it to come in my brain and i just I keep
1: with anons and people in the community um and the way that they present information because so many people oh no we lost ant uh-oh ant, you... oh,
3: here Sorry. You're... um but i thought i, have, I thought he was gonna start <laughs> what's that guy i thought he was gonna start tubing us right now <laughs> <laughs> oh, the camera's off. Let's, start, let's just go to town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
1: there's so many. Um, I've been going down these rabbit holes since like 2000, 2004, 2005 when the commission report came out. was really when I got my first major red pill and I said that they saw that World Trade Center 7 went down due to office fires. I was like, are you guys lying? I knew yeah. it at that point. And I'm the type of person, once you lie to me once, I'm not going to believe anything you say until I go and look it up myself. Um, and most people, like the media, they, they listen to the media, they lie to them 10 million times, they still keep going back. Like, yep. tell me, give me information. But Anons now, they speak in absolutes and they get stuck in these fairy tale theories, like the JFK Jr. theory. I have such a big issue with people going out there and saying, oh, JFK Jr. is alive. Like, he was on top of Mount Rushmore. I'm like, you guys. Are out of your mind. They're like, "Oh, Vincent Fusca's JFK." I'm like, "Bro, no, he's, he's fucking... shorter than I am. I'm five foot ten, and, J- and Fusca's shorter than me." Not Junior was
3: one. They have like... facial recognition technology. You could buy a fucking shitty app of it and just
2: line them up, and it's not even close. No, you know. But bottom line, with getting back to your question, and what we tying back to what we said earlier, circling back to what we said before. Circle back. It, it's <laughs> an. In, it, <laughs> At its very core, it's an information war. Yep. So yep. Every, every decision that we make, as far as strategy goes, needs to have that in mind. Right. And information is the key. The flow of information, the dissemination of the information. So you know, pretty much everything that we do need, needs to keep that in mind. And I really think that we're going to get to a major tipping point And I think that major tipping point will be once, say, a certain percentage of the population is truly awake. So I don't know what that percentage is. Maybe it's 60, 70%. Like, once that happens, their whole system is broken it breaks because that we being us being asleep is key to their system working so mm-hmm. once all the information is absorbed by the people we get 60 70% awake bang their system is broken
3: yeah i, I just want to make sure that we keep moving in that direction like we we're very opinionated and biased on this show but in regards to telling people to do anything or to feel a certain way like you'll hear my emotions you'll hear my biases and my opinions but i won't be like and you need to fucking go out and do it You know, it's just not the way it's supposed to be. I think the closer we do inch towards that 60, 70 percentile of of people really waking up and seeing the truth and how bad things really are, that's probably going to trigger the first arrest, in my opinion. I mean, when it gets to the point of it's like an unsurmountable wave of people that are just woke up and, like, you know, it's like that end-of-the-world movie where the guy's on the beach and the tidal wave's higher than the Statue of Liberty. That's pretty much when you trigger all the stuff that, you know... It's, it's going to really start shaking things up and going down. So, He's
1: going paddling out to his death. Just Patrick Swayze paddling out to his death. Oh, Point break. Yep. Uh, and, but, uh, no, and, but that's exactly why I think, like I said earlier, that this GameStonk situation has Patriots written all over it because um, it's bringing everybody together. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Everybody is in agreement. The I Bernie Bros, that. the social, it? they're like, yeah. yo, Wall Street is. In, elbow deep with no lube, right now in every single American yep. who is investing in this stock, and the, Ameri- the American people. It doesn't matter. Like I guarantee, everybody at Wall Street bets has different political views, but they're all banning together yep. to work together to, to to fuck this financial system and these hedge funds. And I th- that's why I strongly believe this has this is this is part of the plan. This is something that is supposed to happen to wake everybody up because everybody is seeing. Don, Donny's been saying forever the entire system is rigged it's yep. not politics not the broken entire, not
3: broken not corrupt rigged,
1: rigged. Mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it, oh we're losing let's just shut down these stocks and you know we're gonna we're gonna pull out our positions and save our own asses and us yep. from losing more 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 money um so it really I really think it's it's not going to be the political sphere that brings us together and wakes everybody up. I think it's gonna be something like this financial situation. Where everybody is like, "Wow, this is not just in politics," because it wasn't just the election fraud that now, that we're now seeing is rigged. It's now the Wall Street where they work with all the money and they deal and handle all of all of the money, like all of our 401ks. Everything is done through that uh, that one particular place. Yep. And That's scary. Now everybody is seeing it. They're like, "Yo, this is this is fucked. Like this is this is not right. We need to stop this from happening. Somebody needs to step in." Yeah. And it's 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 important that these things happen and it just so happens to be in the same day that a watch was posted mm. and it just happens to be not tied to Donald Trump and completely disassociated with him and they're trying it very hard to spin it to make it look like it's his fault but in reality they can't They no. not
3: do it. no they never have I mean and what happens when they beat some narrative home and try to make it Donald Trump and it just doesn't stick to him like nothing has throughout this entire presidency uh, they just figure out some other way to call him a racist like they did with January 6th mm-hmm. like it was the voter fraud voter fraud voter fraud, oh yeah no we'll see no courts here this that and the other thing and uh, you know it's it's just like okay well then white nationalist racist did January 6th and Donald Trump insurrected it so he must be a, he, he must be a racist so and, and that's <laughs> where that's where we're at you know it's it's just their go-to thing and uh that things, I, I feel like the value of that and and the, and the clout and weight that that holds may work on other people, but it's never going to work on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's banged more black supermodels probably than any of those people in DC, <laughs> and dated quite a few of them, you know. And he, he's always been from a pretty diverse pool. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things.
0: Well, the left fell for the the uh, narrative that he was racist from day one. Right. But then when you look at the history of him socially.
3: Oh, you just look up Donald Trump photos, 80s, 90s. It's hard oh, to man. find a white person. Donald yeah. King, Jesse Jackson, Oprah, And Mike nobody Tyson. ever
0: had anything bad to say until the Democrats started putting fuel in that fire.
3: Nope. Yeah. Everybody wanted his money forever. He yeah. gets into politics. He well, even doesn't look, want anybody's money, and it infuriates
0: them. Look at all the washed-up celebrities that were begging to be on Celebrity Apprentice. Yep. Who had, you know, all these shitty celebrities were lining up to get some sort of TV time.
1: A little taste of the Trump trade. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they attacked him at every which angle, and they tried to make him look like some, you know, misogynistic pig. And I always go back to the grabber and a pussy audio leak, and I'm like, I'm like, are you guys like really that dumb? This man is a billionaire. Right. Like he walks into the room and he has the most money and the biggest dick, swinging dick in the room. Yeah. Every room that he walks into. And I I've uh, become friends with a couple professional athletes. Right. And in in that world they literally have like preseason meetings where they're like hey if you're gonna sleep with any women make sure you bring the condom back with you make sure um you know you protect yourself and use your own rubber like there's there's things that they're told what to do so yep. they don't get caught in a situation because women literally wait in the lobbies of their hotels yep. dimes, tens, all of them are in their hotels and as soon as they come out of the elevator they're throwing themselves at these athletes who are just millionaires donald trump is a billionaire, right. you don't think he walks in a room and every woman's like, all right, I'm going to sleep with that guy tonight. Yeah. I'm going to figure out how to get in his pants. And he's 100% right when women are like, they'll let me do whatever I want. Like, Really think about this logically. Like, you, I know women right now that would literally do anything for $100. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, $100, <laughs> I'll suck. And, like, there's so many girls that are like that. They right. literally but, do anything for some money, and he's got some of the most money in the world. Like. How many people here know that have met billionaires? Like there's not many people in this world that have actually even shaken hands with a billionaire. No. Like it can happen often. Now all of a sudden you're a, a smoking hot girl and one walks in the room. What do you, what do you think that 10 is going to do? Oh, I'm going to sleep with it. I'm going to suck that guy's dick tonight. Yeah. You know? Like it's literally what every 90% of the women are thinking. Not all of them. There's some women that are wholesome that are going to restrain
3: themselves. But most of
1: them are gold-digging
3: whores. Yeah, true story. <laughs> no, but it's like we were all, I don't want to say retired, but we're, we're former athletes, right? And You know, it's not the way that I talk now, per se. Uh, well,
0: there's a difference between you speaking on a podium for a State of Union address and you dicking around the locker room with the guys. You know, so the type of talk and language is always very different. I mean, even on this show, if all of our wives were here, the speech would be a little different. Right. You know what I'm saying? But
3: is, is it not nothing that you've never said before? Like, everybody said something similar or worse in the locker room, you know? Oh. So, I mean, they stopped it at just that one sentence, but in locker rooms, it'll just go on and on and on. Yeah. And it's like every man every man chuckled when they heard that. You well, know? that's the
0: most dirt that they had on him.
3: Right. Exactly. I can't believe
0: he said that. And, every, you know, Bill Clinton's like, is that all they're going to find <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hope they don't, don't look back at my stuff. I, I,
3: <laughs> yeah. He better grab them. He, yeah. He better have at least grabbed it. I stuck a cigar in the Oval <laughs> Office. Like, of Amateur hour. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's all. That's all I got on him. Saying you're gonna grab it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually grabbed it in the Oval Office. Yeah. about it. Let me let me let okay. you light up one of my private stocks. <laughs> they flicker a little bit when you when you first light them up. Uh. Uh.
1: Hundred bucks that he smoked that cigar. He lit that that Stogie right up after he pulled that thing out. He was like, "Oh, nice, some nice juices on it." And yeah. Lit that bad boy up. That's probably what Bill did, Slick Willie. <laughs> it's crazy, and, and and you see what's going on right now. And I think this is part of the show because, again, it's so crazy and outlandish what's happening right now, and how the media is covering Joe Biden. Yep. Compared to how, and I think that it has to be shown to the American public. Because everybody's at home, they've seen the news all day, every day of them ripping Don and his friends and family. And now he's literally signing executive orders, and the hot mic is like, I don't know what I'm signing. Yeah, Um, Like, if that was Don, if that happened to Don, the media, it would be wall-to-wall coverage.
3: There'd be another impeachment trial. There'd be an impeachment trial. He'd be going for the three-peat. If he had an EO and said, I didn't know what I'm signing, he'd be going for the three-peat. It's ridiculous.
1: I think he's showing everybody the yeah, blank pieces of paper. Yeah, the blank pieces of paper, but that's a whole nother story. Um,
3: which we could go we, on and on and on about.
1: It's 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 unbelievable, I and mean, we could literally do a ten-hour show on, on on just the past couple days.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, we, we're absolutely witnessing history happen live before our eyes, and like a lot of times, I'll just think about. You know, many years down the line, and, and talking to, you know, my niece, my nephew, whatever, and just how will I explain this time in history to them? Yeah, well, I, I always used to like that meme that said, like,
3: you know, Grandpa, blah, 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 tell me about this time. He's like, oh, you're talking about the great meme wars. Let me tell you about that. But now it's like, meme wars, that's nothing compared to the Great Awakening or, you know, you, the, yeah. the rebirth that, of the Republic. It's just like, oh my God, when you think about so, it.
1: I don't know if you guys thought about what we're currently doing right now. Uh, you know, because you guys are doing the same thing that we're doing putting out content and talking about current events. And I don't think you realize how important uh, our work right now is. Um, as amateur as it may be, as new as it may be, 30, 40, 50 years from now, the media never reported on it. who reported on the, 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 the events that are happening. It yeah. was people mm-hmm. like us that were actually putting it. Yeah. our voice. And not just sharing content behind an anonymous screen, re people's other people's tweets and work. Yeah. We're actually putting our own original thought and and research out into the world. And 30, 40, 50 years when they're talking about these things, like Ant said, we're talking to our, kid, our grandkids and things like that. We'll be able to go back and be like, you know what, this is what I was – what was going on and how I thought about the situation that was at hand. Here's the action. Here's my actual thought process. How many times like think in your life where an event happened when you were a kid and as the years go on, that event that happened gets more and more exaggerated and more and more like outlandish because you're just adding onto the story or the story just changes a little bit over the years. Now we'll literally be able to go back and be like, Oh, you want to know what I was thinking during the time of the Mm. great Here it is, right here. This is what we what was really going on. This is what how it really unfolded. And because of what we we're doing, we'll be able to do that. All those anon's that are just retweeting and and reposting other people's work, they're gonna be like, yeah, I just posted a bunch of things on Instagram and shared other people's content. Yeah, we're not in that situation. It's it's really wild to think about it from that broad of a scale because. Um, this is a a historical moment, just like the Civil War, just like the Revolution, just like uh, world world wars that had happened, yeah. and we're on the front lines. It's, it's really humbling to think about, and crazy.
3: Yeah, there's so many different kinds of revolutions going on at so many different levels: digital, spiritual, color, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just everything political, and oh, it's, it's, it's it, yeah. You you could just tell, like the bigger the picture gets. It's like you could actually see this as the dark and the light, the good versus evil, literally fighting each yeah. other for, like, the world. Um, you know, it, it's...
0: it's when you, and we have no other choice as patriots. It's our duty to report this.
3: Yeah, it's, it's you, know, you surrender. <coughs> if, you, if you don't get in this fight, <coughs> and, Excuse me. And, and it's not holding the it. line figuratively, if you literally hold that line, you can't give up. It's yeah. It's impossible.
0: When you think about... I remember learning about, like, the Holocaust and things like that in high school and junior high, and then you think... Where the hell were the Patriots at? Like, how come people didn't stand up? Like, where was the revolution to say, hey, you know, it didn't happen directly in our country, but you know, it's like, how come people didn't stand up and fight for that or, or, or bring it to attention? I don't want to look back on my life and look at where the country goes down this path or wherever the country goes in 20 years and go, man, I just sat back and I didn't do anything. I just, I got, you know, how many men are gonna be able to say? Yeah, I, I was reporting news, and I was researching, and I was putting out content. A lot of these guys were like, "I was stuck in my basement. I was scared of the virus. The news told me to stay home." We're doing the complete opposite of that. You we're mean- going against the grain, reporting, you know, bringing facts and a narrative that is not on any major social ne- social network or um, you know major news program. And like I like what you said is, we're gonna be able to look back and go, you know what? We gave it all we got. Wherever this country goes, we can go to bed at night and go. You know what? We fought what we could do, and that's educating people. Yeah, and we did it to the best of our capacity.
1: That's part of the reason why we took a, a short little break after the uh, inauguration was because there was just a, a storm of just negative people that were attack, like literally attacking us in our comments and our DMs, like you guys are wrong, so on and so forth, um, and and constantly attacking us because they're just headline researchers, like they rely on us to give them their information meanwhile right. every single show like one of our biggest messages is we don't care if you believe us or not all we want you to do is go and look at it yourself yep. research yeah. it yourself yeah. think for yourself like you if you think i'm crazy fine but go look at it just go and check it out and, and dig into it yourself um, and that was when i was like you know what like fuck these people like i'm just going to continue doing my research and continue putting out the things that i'm finding and if you don't like it like, click the unfollow button. Like, yeah. I
3: really don't give two yeah, shits. Yeah, it's not that hard. Don't report us. Just click the unfollow button. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't give us a one-star review on, <laughs> on,
3: on iTunes. I know that was that one guy from our work. We had, you know what I'm talking about.
1: We had, yeah. Somebody, yeah. we had somebody, or not yesterday, two days ago, come at and she literally commented on all three of our accounts and went on YouTube and commented on our YouTube. And she's like, I have every single one of your, your subscribers, and I'm going to be writing them a letter about how you guys are frauds. And, uh... And you're making it harder for us true conservatives. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Good luck with that. Have fun spending hours and hours and
3: hours sending out <laughs> those. Questions. Yeah, have fun working for the uh, Mitt Romney re-election campaign. <laughs> Stupid bitch. And,
1: and, and you know, it, it drives me nuts. Or like, somebody yesterday was like, oh, uh you're doing a disservice to, to to Christians. I'm like, what? Like, I never once said that I am a Christian. I believe in God, but like. If you don't like how uh, what I see, she, he's like you're 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 promoting Fox. I'm like, if you listened, I called him Cucker, <laughs> Carl Fuck! <laughs> Carl- how am I promoting Fox just because Dave Portnoy, who's a true patriot, sure. was on there? Awesome. Mm-hmm. I wanted to hear what Dave Portnoy, like Dave Portnoy, is is a an American hero. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. He's the for- he's the star of the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. he's yeah. the only one that's helped.
1: Yes, a hundred percent, and and this is he, people like him are what makes this country great, and yep. makes makes uh, it gives me belief that the American public will, when push comes to shove, will actually do something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it may not be a large percentage; it could, it's probably going to be like the revolution where three percent actually stood up and fought. But it gives me faith that there are people out there that are willing to put their neck, their businesses their, on the line, their reputation have,
3: in you know, this people, in this cancel culture couple, environment. So I mean, and, just to put his reputation out there, that I mean, Portnoy could have been doing the stuff that he's been doing now and just get fucking canceled, you know? They they, they for the way he goes after people online and stuff like that, they they could have oh. just shitted on him or made up some fake narrative about him or brought out some fucking old ex-girlfriend scandal, yeah. But but it's like no, he he, he doesn't care, and he I mean, he even he's said way he's uncancelable. Yeah, he said he, he the, he's way richer than we'll ever be, but he, he's putting his. You know, a whole livelihood out there to s- literally save American families, yeah, and, and and try to hold these assholes that are fucking them over accountable.
1: He's calling for these billionaire hedge funds to go to jail. Like, yeah, nobody nope. stop. Yep, nobody uh, else is doing that. Like Steve Cohen's, like, yo, what did I do? Let's talk offline. He's like, I don't do offline. Yeah. That's where shit happens. Like, let's talk here in front of everybody so everybody could see our conversation. Like, yeah. that's the type of shit that we need and the integrity that we need from. People in our community that have a position of influence. Right. Yeah. Dave Portnoy, I forget what what was the oh, he made a rape joke. He made a rape joke on national television. And the, the interviewer was like, Yeah, that's not funny to make he he's like, that's not funny to, to talk about rape like that. She's like he's like, No, it's it's definitely funny. You just might not find it funny. Like he just didn't care. <laughs> And they tried to cancel him because he was making light of of rape. Right, and then he did,
3: he did that following interview, and they kept asking him about how much like he hates women or doesn't respect women. And he's like, no, that's that's not how I feel. And they're like, yeah, but you know, women in general. And no, that's that's definitely yeah. not how I feel.
1: Like you, Nick, I'm 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 with you. I love I love dark humor. Like I I I love humor and poor taste. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Like if it's funny, it's funny. Right. Yeah watching this podcast recently, listen to this podcast and i highly recommend it i'm going to shout him out again it's the funniest name of all time but these guys are just so outlandish so <laughs> funny they were making fun of joe biden and donald trump the other day um and and donald trump was he was mi- acting as donald trump talking about how robert de niro is gay and just loves loves cum in his mouth and <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like robert 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 i can't even speak right now robert de niro is just out here and spitting cum on everybody's capri suns and (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true and he was just it was hysterical but the (laughs) podcast called Town," like it's just hysterical and like they go after everybody's throat and they don't care they just don't care And i love that type of humor and we need more of that where people like this cancel culture this pc nonsense and this is what i loved about donald trump he went after that PC culture, right from the beginning, that yeah. cancel from the from yeah. the get. And this this nonsense needs to end. Did you see what PETA is doing right now?
3: Oh, I heard. But
1: what are they got? Hey, going? did you hear PETA? PETA pockets? Peter Oh man, PETA pockets banging. Some yeah, I kind of like PETA pockets it. too. PETA put on their Twitter that we need to stop speciesism and we need to st- and they put a flow oh, chart okay. speciesism wait what that it's it's, it's bad to, to it's 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 um it's wrong to characterize people as animals because it's um species bias and makes these animals feel less superior to us human beings so they're like instead of saying pig say uh di- you know someone's just repulsive instead of saying
3: rat a snitch. that's right i saw that chart- Just like the the first time I heard it, it immediately gave me an eye headache.
0: This is the reason if there's aliens out there, they're never going to openly come visit because they see shit like this. Oh, fuck. We're passing. And they go "Eh," hard left. Yeah, exactly. And they see that and they go, yeah, that's. It's a no for me, dog. We're gonna keep. <laughs> we're gonna go fight next year. You
3: know they <laughs> were almost there, and <laughs> yeah. then they gotta do shit like that. Yeah. You can't call like a fucking the, pig a pig. <laughs>
2: watching Earth as a show, and they're like, Yo, I'm watching Earth right now, season 2021. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lit. You yeah. yeah.
1: 2020 was wild. 2021 is yeah. even yeah.
2: crazier.
0: The tenth season finale. Yeah. It's like The uh, Walking uh, Dead. It just oh, doesn't wait, stop. Wait, they keep
3: <laughs> putting new wait, new episodes. Yeah, out. exactly. The, the line of zombies never ends. Ugh.
1: I love this timeline. It's it's so great. It's, it's the so best nice.
3: timeline ever, hands down. Well, we
0: talked yeah. about how content literally is presenting itself every week. Like it's hard yeah. to have any repetitive shows because every week there's like mon- monumental information coming out that's like detrimental to the history of our the future of our country. And it's like we're not talking about the same stuff we talked about last week or the week before. Every week there's like new developments, and it's been consistent f- like that for the past year. Yeah
1: joke about it like, we literally like next week who knows what we're going to be talking yeah. about because it's so crazy and i don't know about you guys like when we started started our show like i love i love your guys name steak for breakfast it's it's a great a great podcast name because steak for breakfast is the tits but when we started <laughs> uh like no, who who beats steak and eggs like nothing beats that wake up in the morning having a nice fat steak and eggs nothing no. beats it but w- when we started our show we never initially intended strictly talking about Politics and quote unquote conspiracies. We wanted to talk about everything. Like, we wanted to bring everything to the table and be more like a, a Joe Rogan esque type podcast where we're talking, and I, and, I, and I don't care how you feel about him, just his content uh, is all over the place and it just brings information. To the table and we all come from different backgrounds like we're all entrepreneurs we wanted to bring you know that mindset to the show we wanted to talk about weed we want to talk about fitness because we all have that background but the news has been so in your face and so crazy that we not talk about what's happening and it's it's just too much like we didn't we haven't had an opportunity to talk about those other things and we want to bring them to the table, but it hasn't it hasn't presented itself yet because there's so much going on. Yeah. You know, so um, you know, with what's you know, eventually we're going to do that, and I'm sure after this is all said and done, and you know, Patriots win and we restore our republic, you guys aren't just going to pack in your things and call it a day. You're going to talk about other uh, manly steak eating steaks for breakfast kind of things. The, the golden like sure era.
0: Yeah, back to the good old days. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. Back to the exactly Hopefully. To the good things like just shooting guns and having fun and being a you know red blooded American and you know loving our families and all the things that we truly love to do and talk about rather than the clown world that we're currently living
3: Teaching all the good stuff in school, like How we do what we do, the Constitution yeah. and Christopher Columbus. Don't ever forget about Chris. Yeah. Listen, I don't an know, know but you got Italian, Italian, Italian. yeah. I was he's
0: gonna evil. say, we both are, yeah, we're both, he's, a, he's an Italian hero.
3: This, I love
1: the fact that the Italians are showing up in force. Hey,
3: isn't it, isn't it seem like every time there's one of these fucking uh, election fraud hearings, they'd be like, yeah, let's take it over to this person? And every single one of them was Italian. <laughs> Pennsylvania, that chick out in Michigan, they had people in Nevada that were all fucking. They were, I was like, damn, yeah, what's up with. We had a couple bad Italian people, but for the most part, they were Italian people that were out there holding the line with us. Yeah. So, to I, I be
1: fair, Vegas was way better when the mob ran. Vegas was a, a much better place when it was ran by the
3: mob. Well, it would have, it would have definitely been cleaner mm-hmm. and, and and more family friendly because they would have their families there as well.
0: Yeah, there wouldn't be strip clubs in so, every casino. I, really,
3: really. I mean, we grew we grew up in a place in New Jersey where there there was I mean, it was mob central. But I mean, Sopranos all day. Yeah, my family and, from the same town as Tony Soprano, Avelino.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, but, well, the little thing
0: little. too with the mob is there's actually like a code of conduct. Where, well, there was. Well, I mean, yeah, but th- the I mean, kids got
3: all into the drugs and then it fucking spiraled What out I'm control. saying is,
0: like, there's a big respect for family versus these tycoons that took over Vegas really don't give a shit. No, they just care about and numbers. And that's like, when I, when, when I was a kid, because I have family in Vegas, my great-grandfather from Sicily lives in Vegas. He's 101, all by himself, oh, cooks oh, his own food.
1: You're a Sicilian, so you're not even really Italian. No,
0: yeah, that's what I tell people. But people don't get that joke. But he, when we used to go visit him, we'd always stay at Treasure Island, because Treasure Island used to be like a family, yeah. kids, and yes. then one summer we come, and there's like strippers walk around, and we're like, right. what happened to like the pirate ship show? and Crackheads like, giving each other yeah. hand
3: jobs on the pirate ship, you're like, wait a minute, this, you're is, like, what this, is, this is the Treasure on? Island that I remembered?
0: This went left so quick, like we were here a couple months ago, and it was like sword fighting in the lobby with, you know, now it's, <laughs> now they're just sword fighting Not with it. needles, yeah.
1: so. Like, who are Ralph my, my one of my favorite characters in Sopranos. Yeah? Oh, dude, the way, the filthy hooer. I love him. <laughs> the, the hooers. Crazy. He used to get pegged in the ass while Janet used to have a gun to his head.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. He was yeah. a crazy character in that show. <laughs>
1: crazy crazy maniac. Dude. Legend.
3: There were, there legend were a lot of, of crazy characters in that show. Polly
0: Walnuts was one of my favorites.
1: He has to be. Oh, he's, so. he's the best. He's, he's great. Um, him and Christopher stuck in the woods. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, that was one of the great episodes. Yeah. The
1: best episodes there ever was. I thought he oh, was man. an we interior, interior. designer. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> an interior. Well, were you in California when Sopranos were being filmed, or were you still back east?
3: I think I was back east. I remember. I remember watching it end back east. Because I, I like, they filmed at, at
1: places that I worked and places like right by my house, like where Furio got pushed into the helicopter with uh-huh. an airport it was less than a mile from my house well
3: like, yeah they got a bunch of private airports there anyway so that'd be a good place cheap with the taxes so yeah they filmed a bunch of it there didn't they
1: yeah they filmed it was all in new jersey so i'm like, driving by all these places like the bada bing was it's called satin dolls yep. in real life
3: satin dolls so, what is that off of? is it off of route 18
1: it's uh roots it's by route 17 and route, route 80 yeah over
3: there. route 17
1: well so. it's it's a totally different uh Way of New Jersey, and like I miss when New Jersey was ran by the mob. It was a lot safer of a place. Now it's a dump.
3: It's turned into a dump, and especially because we got you guys got a dump for a fucking governor. Snaggletooth Murphy. God, he's terrible. That mm-hmm. axis of evil of these shitty governors during coronavirus. I don't even want to see. we circled back to coronavirus, and that's the least thing I like to talk about. <laughs>
1: he, he was the reason I left. Like I'm, I have always been one of the biggest advocates. For legalizing marijuana I got my I don't know if you heard on the show but I've got my house rated for a quarter pound of weed
3: yeah you mentioned like, that
1: yeah <laughs> um, when I was 21 years old you got Roger and Stone yeah I got Roger Stone SWAT team like it was bad it was my put a gun to my father's head like oh, for, for four ounces of marijuana um, but I've always been uh, a big speaker my grandmother my uncle had died of multiple sclerosis my grandmother marched for legalizing marijuana and everybody, he, Phil, Phil Murphy literally got voted in because he said he was going to legalize marijuana in his first 100 days. And I'm yep. like screaming at the top of my lungs, I'm like, turn around, go back, do not vote for the, don't fall for it, this guy sucks. And as soon <laughs> as he got in, I was like, all right, I, I got to figure out my first way out. And I, I moved to the very next year to Vegas. And I was like, and that was a stupid move because shithead Steve is, no, no, is new Cellini 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know he's he's just as bad as as Phil Murphy. So um, now I'm like, man, this sucks. I mean, I met a really cool girl and I, a great girlfriend, but other than that, Vegas is is shit. I got to figure out how to get to Texas or Florida and live where freedom land. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd love I'm, to live in either
2: one of those places. Oh, I'd love to. I, if Texas secedes, we're out. We're going. <laughs> oh yeah, I
0: think everybody is. It's going to be
3: overpopulated.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I, and, I don't think so. so we're going to win long before that happens. So.
3: Yeah. Uh, there's way better chance of, of, of this going down than whatchamacallit than Texas seceding and actually <laughs> doing it. So, <coughs> not when they got cucks like Crenshaw running their state. Oh, gosh. Well, guys... You know, I- this- Go- Texas and Florida are very
1: quickly going to turn into liberal cesspools just just like everywhere else, like Vegas.
3: You want to know what, though? It's, it's kind of weird because Florida continues to defeat that narrative, and you get nobody but old boomers and old Jewish people and old Italian people that traditionally vote blue moving down there when they retire, and it's never been able to you know, really break that trend. So I don't know. I think it's a lot of the
1: Republicans up north that went down south. A lot of the people that normally vote red they left new jersey and went down south yeah um, because you know and it's because of the taxes it's because like well, that's why people are leaving all oh, the leaving warmer weather
3: my, my grandma and grandpa had a summer or uh, a winter home in west palm beach they, they stayed there at west palm beach
1: smart because um, and our co-host lex just moved down to to big dick land big dick ron land <laughs> it's 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 so great because it's free. Like, yeah, my parents' property tax. My parents' property tax in New Jersey is twenty thousand dollars a year. Like, Jeez. that's absurd. Like, yep. Yep. if gave me that, like, I saw the writing on the wall. I was like, if they give me this house for free, I still can't afford it. Well like, no. this, yep. like, it, it's insane. So most people are leaving those places. They're leaving California. They're leaving New York. They're leaving New Jersey to go to Texas to go to Florida. But now it's so bad. That all the liberals are leaving too, and they're bringing their voting policies. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on, you guys have guns down here. We need to change that immediately. We need to. We need ma- magazine capacity. We need to blow, bring that down. Oh, you can't shoot in the debt. We got to get rid of that. Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, you guys have don't have a state tax. Oh, we need to make sure we get a state income tax. We got to give
3: the government more money. All right. Look like at sure. these, look at these roads. The only way we're gonna fix them is with state taxes.
1: Yeah. My roads. My roads. Oh my god! It's 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 absolutely insane. It's crazy going on so i don't know how long it's going to be free in those places hopefully for a long time but let's see yeah absolutely let's see
3: well guys this has been an absolute delight and a treat for us yeah thank you guys for your so, time that it was
0: fun it, hanging out
1: we'll definitely do it again like we could keep this going for hours and hours on end like, yeah so much fun. for sure you guys you guys gotta come and join us on our show we'll, we'll hey,
3: yeah it's yeah, yeah for sure. I feel like on a day that we actually got sleep, <laughs> we both worked from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. last night. And yeah, I didn't sleep. You, you slept for like an hour. Yeah, we go back to work in a couple hours. But I think I think <laughs> I think our content level was pretty above yeah. average today. I mean, we definitely mentioned, and we would absolutely uh, love to go on your show in the future. So, yeah, we'll
1: definitely set that up. Absolutely, both. I, mean, it's, I don't know how you guys do it with four people all the time because when we have. When we do with our th- with me Aunt, and Nick, and we have one guest. It's like overwhelming. So uh, you guys you guys have great chemistry on your show and, and pick up really well. Are you guys all in studio normally when you record?
3: Yeah, yeah we never record remotely. It's just one of those things where uh, we just get together. We don't hang out outside of work. We, we have a group text chat, and we kind of bounce ideas around, but nothing with too much context. And then that's why I said, like, you're called to this. It's like you guys, you know, you guys never thought you'd be be doing more of a variety show that was like, you know, manpower and MMA and fucking barbecue and stuff like that. But it's like something has called us to it. And when we get here and sit down and we drink a couple beers... And the topics or the methods and stuff just start coming out.
0: Magic happens. It
3: meshes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know sometimes, like, if I'm shitting on these guys, if it's going to hurt their feeling and they're coming over the table, but it just comes out of my mouth and then everybody laughs. And I'm like, all right, on to the next Joker. Hit the fucking scissor button if it gets weird. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. This all happened. He had this show. They did a couple episodes of, like, Variety. And then <clears throat>
0: it was kind of like what your guys' vision was at first. And then it just became... Yeah. Me and two buddies just drinking, and then it would be like five minutes of dead silence because everyone's like just trying to hang on, and I'm like, "What are we doing?" And then I hit him up because we were talking one day at work, and I was like, "I have a podcast, but it's not really going anywhere." And that was like right when all the craziness started happening, and then it just kind of spiraled from there.
3: Yeah, I was like, "Well, I've always wanted to do one." It was right after one of my epic rants at work.
0: Yeah, and I had all my all the equipment and everything already ready to go.
3: So yeah, we added a little bit more, and, and yeah, that's where. I mean, we need a little bit nicer facilities, but uh, I'll take it over. You know, anything you guys, else right now?
1: Do you, have, you, you got a roadcaster, bro. You guys are chilling like we're we're literally just recording on Skype and having a, a video conversation. And you know, God bless you guys for listening to us because. <laughs> if, if I listen to it in my car. I'm like, man, this sounds like we're, we're I'm getting raped in my ear right
3: now. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. And it's what we always talk about before we get into this. The topics and the content are always going to bring people into any podcast. Yeah. If they like the stuff that you talk about, they're going to come. But it's the commentary and it's the message that it keeps them. Yeah, that keeps them. And, and, and that's how you develop a rock solid fan base. And then when they start spreading your name, it, it, it starts to do what it's supposed to do.
1: Yep. So. it's really humbling. It's it's unbelievable and uh, we're glad and, and happy cuz we get to make friends like you guys. And yeah. we we appreciate you guys having us on. It's been
2: it's yeah. been a lot of blast. Yeah, there's a great great conversation, great content. Man, talk about a lot. And yeah. uh, I can't wait to have you guys on our show.
0: Yeah. We'll, Let us know.
2: Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll always be down. I'm sure I'll be talking to you guys in the
3: in the in the telegraph and in our DMs. So <laughs>
1: absolutely keep the conversation flowing we'll plan something out this is definitely long overdue we've been trying to get this done for a while now and finally it happened and lined up we made made some magic and and actually it's almost a blessing that last week happened the way it did because it would have been just me we wouldn't have been graced with the presence of of anthony
3: true story where can all of our dozens (laughs) dare I say hundreds of followers find you guys anywhere online uh Wherever you want to direct people right now, go for it.
1: Uh, we, are, we got three Instagram accounts: We the People Radio with periods in between each word, in, in between each word, WPRUSA underscore and We the People Radio 2.0 with periods. But you can find our podcast on all major streaming podcasts except for Spotify because they're a bunch of cucks and removed sure us, uh, those bastards. Um, all of our podcasts are on our website, wprusa.com. dot com. Um, and we're gonna be having some merch come out soon. Um, but yeah, also our Telegram. You guys are in there. Come and chat it up, chop it up with us. We're you know it's it's pretty crazy. It's hard to keep up with. It certainly
3: is. I just kind of jump in wherever I jump in. I'll just grab one and I'll reply to it, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's how you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what do as well. So come chat, chat with us. Um, you know, we're in there from time to time and, and having some fun. But uh, you know, send us this episode when it's done. We'll blast it everywhere. Hopefully, we'll get you guys a couple more followers and. Uh, awesome. your, you guys are putting out awesome content and people need to hear it.
3: You guys got any sponsors you want to shout out?
1: Uh, just brickamerebeauty.com. If you want to look good like us and have nice scruffy beards, go <laughs> to brickamerebeauty.com See? and uh, pick Gold. out uh, any <clears throat> beauty products, beard oils uh, for the men, and shampoos and face creams. Uh, go there, put in WPR USA for 10% off. Uh, that's our, our one and only sponsor. God bless them.
3: Excellent. Well, we want to thank everybody that supports this show, Man rubs. MattRubs.com. Yep. Uh, They're on Instagram. you got to also find uh, they're on Facebook as well, StayReadyGear.com, Facebook, Twitter, and IG, WestCoastSurvivalArms.com. Hit up Mike over there, get you some Uh, Mm. pew-pews. mediocremedic.com and DumpBox.us for all of your tactical morale gear. uh, That will get you going. We really appreciate our sponsors, the promo codes that they give, and the products that they produce. Um, it's been a pleasure having the We the People radio podcast guys on with us today. James and Ant, thank you guys again. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday. I'm going to announce it right now. Uh, since you guys will be putting it out on your wires and we'll get it out on ours, we've landed My Maria 777. So we hit the top tier 10 show and uh, that's just filled with wholesome content. Maria's probably going to listen to it and break it down and tell us that it's all a psy-op. <laughs> Everything is fake. And take us down an entire another rabbit hole coming next Wednesday. So... That's with her. Yeah. She's a good... Horse. She's pretty awesome to talk to. I mean, it, the the messaging back and forth, like, picked up pretty quick, and, and, and I really like conversating with her. She's, she's, she's pretty deep but also funny, and, you know, it's going to be great to have her on the show. I told her I got some junior-level... Uh, rabbit holers in here so I said anytime you want to take over and, and grab them and pull them down it with you just bring them she's like oh yeah I could definitely take over your show
1: I was like thanks she's, she's really good at answering her
3: dms much better than we are I'm terrible at it I, I'm doing so many things I'm like oh man
1: I can't keep up with all this it's insane
3: I, I don't think people realize how hard it is to uh you know maintain all that stuff especially when your social media starts to get you know picked up a little bit and then you start getting followers it's, it seemed like I used to be begging everybody hey listen to our show please and now it's like people are asking me when's the next one coming out or that they yeah. liked it but people are just sending me stuff that they need answers to and we try to get back to you guys as best we can just like you guys yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah but uh, this has been the Steak for Breakfast podcast yeah. like I said we'll be back on Wednesday uh, thanks for coming out and listening we are a true grassroots conservative voice Yep hoping you guys wade through all of the malarkey right DC (laughs) swamp monster evil
0: hologram politicians
3: fake news bullshit (laughs) we'll see you guys on wednesday but until then i'm roan nick anthony i'm james this has been the steak for breakfast podcast take care we'll see you guys later
2: best is yet to come
3: boom